Invisible Girl, I don't know. If she really wanted to, she can go Assassin's Creed, pop up behind someone, just stab him in the back, right? Like, if she really <laughs> I mean, wanted to. Right? If, if Class A really wanted to, they easily had the fight in the back in all the matches. But because they're they're heroes and they're trying to like subdue their opponent, while Class B is just saying, you know, fuck it, I'm going in, I'm going for the win. Like it, it's it's not fair. So the invisible girl just needs to come in with the invisible bat. What's up, everyone? Uh, Welcome yeah. to the Anime Isekai Podcast, week five of the spring 2021 season. On this show, we'll be discussing the current season anime airing every week. I'm your host, David, and joining me today, we have Shren. Hello! Except we have Ku. Yo, yo. Except we have Taylor. Hello! And finally, we have Justin. Hey, guys. All right. Uh, so, quite a bit of anime news to go through real quick. We got the Dragon Ball Super movie coming 2022. So. <sighs> So good. I know Brian's hyped. super hyped for so it. Good. It's just, it's just more fun trash. Hey, anything like Broly was, uh, I'm in. Broly I mean, it's it's fun. really fun to watch, but it's, I mean, it's. Uh, How actually, dare you say that? All right, Broly was fine. The movie was, the, uh, the music was just awful. You don't want to hear him say Broly over and over again nah, for two hours. I, I, I don't. I don't need any more uh, Dragon Ball Z rap. I'm, I'm I good. honestly completely forgot about that, but now all those memories <laughs> yeah. just came rushing yeah, back in. That was, that was the well, first thing I thought that one. Yeah, I'm going to go without I'm, remembering that. I'm here. Cultured swine. That's what yeah. you are. I'm actually I'm all curious right. to see how it'll do in the theaters for yeah, uh, box fine. office because Broly made $30 million and then uh, Demon Slayer just did like about 40 So I don't know if it's going to reach that level or. If it's no. uh, be around, I don't, Broly. Part, I don't think it is just because of the fact that it had Broly, Broly. coming canon, so that definitely drew in a lot of fans to go see it. Like, I can't think of any other character or event that would cause people to rush out and see it in theaters. Yes, 100%. I just assume like the popular DVZ, like if, it's gotta be something like I don't know, gotta count for something, but we'll see. No, yeah. we, we'll we, also, see. Yeah. we also got Overlord season four. An anime movie, so um, I have no idea what the anime movie is about. It's about like the Holy Kingdom arc. I don't know. Compilation. I don't know if that's canon. <laughs> is or that not. canon or? Uh, oh, never mind then. I don't know. I don't know. I just, oh. They just say Holy Kingdom arc, so I don't know. I mean, if they're the smart, novels. they'll make it canon. But yeah, yeah. I just assume when they announce like the season and the the movie, I was like, well, compilation before the season or some shit. Like that. Oh, those are the worst. But that's what you get oh. for not reading the article, sir. I don't know what I'm gonna think about this stuff because I didn't really care much for the third season. Uh, when when I yeah, just turned like, super evil, I'm, I'm honest. dude. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like yeah, it's definitely like second season was my favorite. Third season, I I don't know even what to think. I, I just I I, did, I didn't I started not liking uh um what the hell is his name? His name. Yeah, I, like I started losing. I started not liking Ains. It's like almost like his people around him is because some of them are becoming more human while he's like losing that aspect. Hmm. And I don't uh, know. Yeah, I really don't know uh, how. It's, an Dude. ongoing series or longer finish? I don't. Okay. I don't know. Well, it's a light novel. Yeah. Or a light novel I, finish. I don't know. Oh, did it finish? I'm pretty okay. sure. Yeah, there was like a notice like, oh, uh, okay. like last year it finished. Hmm. But yeah. I, I can check. While I don't we're say, it's crazy. About we're we're a season series. four because we, we never get season fours ever. It's yeah, already remember, season three. So I, re- I remember the day, David, when you said it wasn't even going to be the second season. <laughs> yeah. 
They should have stopped that. <laughs> and second here we season. are. Yeah, Let's I know. Be honest. Actually, I, I was. I think all of us were excited for the third season, and then I, we I, watched it. I'm pretty nope. sure. It's, nope. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's because it's it's produced by Kadokawa, and they're pushing hard for anime adaptations. So that's also the other yeah. thing. Like the Kadokawa press release or financial release said they're going to do 40 anime per year, up from 33. That's insane. So uh, I lied. It's still going. Oh, it's still ongoing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Light novel still going. Is it by Kadokawa? It's been going on for uh, the the light novel. Yeah. Or the anime. Oh, um... Both because. I don't see. Uh, I don't actually have no idea. I uh, basically just see the light novel. It's been going for fuck nine years. Yeah, coming July. That's insane. Yeah, it's Katakawa. Yeah, but it's Enterbrain, so it's like a division of. That's Kadokawa. like that's the uh, yeah, like that's the publishing um division that hosts the magazine Denki Bunko or Bunkyo. Oh, uh, okay. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm still gonna watch it, but, yeah, but we'll it's, it's it's because Kadokawa, man, forty animes per year. Even though people say like there's already too much anime. Yeah. I mean, at least it's a good. As one. long as the the quality <laughs> doesn't diminish as a rating of that, uh, I'll take it. But yeah, I shouldn't say quality. Good one, quality definitely man. over quantity. Don't yes. be you know too greedy <laughs> now at the expense of not putting out good work. We'll see. No. Yeah. Yep. And then final news, we got. I, I know we already had main base season two announced, but we got the confirmation it's coming twenty twenty two. So there's that. And also, a random game was announced. I don't think most of us are play it because we don't play these anime games. Is it mobile? No, it's an actual console, no, it's console game. Be a console game. Or like yeah, PS four, Switch, PC. Yeah, it's like a action exploration so, RPG. So it's gonna be like Damachi with no budget. <laughs> I don't know. We don't we'll play. We don't play these games, so it's not. It's not in our alley. Mm-hmm. I wanted to play Damachi, then it was but, but it came out terrible. But you didn't, yeah, so couldn't do it. I couldn't. It was so, just. I'm actually sort of interested in the Demon Slayer Cyber Connect Two game, but we'll see. The fighting one? We'll we'll see. Hmm. So, so that's it for the anime no, news. <laughs> What'd you say? Nothing. I was just gonna say, um, the guy that plays Tanjiro's or that does Tanjiro's voice always plays the Demon Slayer games that come out, so you could always watch oh, his stream God. too. Just. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying, that he too. gets really excited. <laughs> he would play himself. I mean, why wouldn't you? I don't know. Uh, Trust me, like, if, if I had the character of me, there would be no other dude, character. Like, the English play. voice actors play their own games, too, so it's not that surprising. Oh, no. I'm not, that's what I'm saying, man. I'm backing them up. Damn. All right. So that's going to be it for <laughs> anime news. We're on to our, our shows. Let's talk about our first show, Megalobox. Hmm. Punch me in the guts, friend. I'm trying to... I just watched this today too, but like I sped through it. Okay. Uh, well, I'll, I'll, if you don't remember, basically we had the conclusion with uh, with Joe and because uh, uh, was it Sashio was supposed to fight in the ring because oh those, right 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 those right. douchebags <laughs> like 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 fucked up fucked up their their restaurant and got the deed, so Joe stepped in and basically rigged it so he can get the deed back. And hey, it worked. Sounds like this <laughs> is like kind of like a conclusion to. Is come back to the town, I guess. Uh, so I, I don't really know what's what where it's got direction it's going for the story. Like I don't know if Joe's gonna stay here or there's some unfinished business he has. Move on to something else. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't know. It's uh, hmm. I, it's not, I don't know. Sachi, like uh, some of the, that one kid that they kept talking. I I forgot like what the hell she was saying, but I was like it was pissing me off. I'm thinking like we're. 
she just kept saying like i uh oh fuck i, w- I, I mean, wish i would have taken over on it there she was saying how like she didn't really care that he wasn't that joe wasn't there for pops but she hated that she she thought he basically abandoned them and left I mean, that was Sachio. And then, yeah, he's then they said, like, Sachio <laughs> said that. But then, like, she was saying, well, I don't, it doesn't matter if, like, if that Sachio caused it. Like, you shouldn't be the type of person to run away just because someone told you. What a bitch. But I kind of agree, too, Strand. <laughs> like, I don't, just the whole, like, people, everyone just, like, shitting on Joe's for leaving. Like, I don't know. I don't, I feel like they're just lacking, like, like his side, the, his empathy from his side. I, I feel like it's just putting too much, too much of the blame on him. Yeah. They don't really get like what Joe, I guess, was going uh, feeling at the time, or like what his plan was. He was basically like desperate in a sense. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you know, the, and then I think also like he just ended up finding out like the news during the like during the fight. I didn't also know he was still fighting Gearless. I thought at that point he was, you know, wearing. I mean, he's still going with his name. It's you know, yeah. Still. Yeah, it was definitely interesting. I mean, it shouldn't be, I guess, you know, given his his moniker of Gearless Joe, but I definitely was expecting the use of um, Chief's Megalo gear. Yeah, that's I was thinking going gonna, with nothing. Yeah, I thought I was gonna bust that out while this dude's sitting there, like you know, firing out fire in his back of his gear. <laughs> <laughs> right. So no, it's a very very good question of where they decide to take it next. Yeah, because if this was the conclusion of like his like comeback arc, it was definitely weak uh just kind of like how it's more of like i just like a majority of those kids i just like hate now not not hate but it's, i i don't care much for Sachio and then also that that girl that i mean i don't think any of us could have ever told that, that was going to be a girl uh from before i don't know if i call comeback arc weak but like it definitely wasn't as strong as the first arc with chief i know the ending i was talking ending. about the ending I, yeah. yeah like it's very well, strong we don't know if it's really like the end we don't know if he's still gonna be here or not if he's still gonna make the comeback Right, because I think we were predicting that he was gonna join the Megalo box tournament, but it doesn't seem that's viable now. Or maybe, maybe somehow he will do it as a comeback. So we just gotta see. Yeah, I don't really yeah. know what his like driving motivations are from this point. Are you are you still thinking? Are you still liking the show, Justin? Uh, yeah, I'm still liking it. Um, I think I'm interested still to see. I have to imagine they're going to bring back in the Edison Liu guy, uh, Yuri's. Oh, uh, and Yuri. Yeah. And yeah. Yuri. So um, I'm interested to see kind of what their roles will play, just given to your point, starting of how they kind of ended things off on this episode. It, mm-hmm. It's now just a question mark of, you know, how do we go? Where do we go from here? Yeah. So um, um, I, I don't have any doubt that, I, that it'll still be good, but it just is something that I guess I wasn't expecting because I know last week, you know, I was like trying to theorize like, Oh, you know, Joe will come back, start fighting again, maybe enter in, into the megalomania if that's you know still yeah. a common thing and do this route. But yeah, I don't know. Do you do you guys remember like at the at the end of the first season? Did, didn't they say like during some sort of time skip that Yuri died, no. or was he only in a wheelchair? Mm, he was in a wheelchair. I yeah, thought. I remember the wheelchair, I remember, but I thought yeah. for some reason. I don't, but I, I don't think he died because I mean, when they had the flashback in this episode with. Um, when Joe is fighting uh, Lou, they showed mm-hmm. Yuri there in his corner. Yeah, no, I meant like oh. I, I swear, like I thought they said like eight years. It was like one of those like eight years later thing or something like that. And I thought for some reason like Yuri was passed on or something. I don't remember but I know this is five years, years, but still, I don't think so. I'll, but... I'll look it up. I'll look it up while, oh, while you guys are talking about another show I don't watch. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just like waiting for the ending for like I really give like my like what I really about yeah, this like, season. So I think the endings have been important, just like how. 
first season started out really strong and it just had a weak ending. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I really don't know what much more to say. Like, I, I just, like the kids just were pissing me. Besides the guy that owned the shop, like, like Sacha just became a douche. Like that one chick just out of nowhere. It's just like, it's like, who even are you? And she's just uh, by just mad talking shit. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. It's, it's that's about that's all. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm just gonna stop. <laughs> no, I get, I get what you're talking about. Like, I, just, I just think, yeah. Again, I just think that everyone's unfairly pointing on Joe. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But hopefully we get there's some sort of clearing up with that uh, later on. But... Yep. Yeah. So, That's all I, I got. Yeah, I think we'll have to wait for later episodes to really like dive more into what's got going on in the story. So yeah, we'll I wish it... I would have taken notes. Yeah. No, it's all right. <laughs> no, it's all good. I think we literally had everything there. So yeah, yeah. we'll leave it here for now for this week. We'll come back and see what changes next week. So. Oh shit, and I also I forgot to do the thing at the bottom for Megalobox. Whoops. That's right. fine, man. That's it from first one. Shame. Shame. That's it for, for Megalobox. We're in it there. Now I'm gonna put it the next one for our next show, Nagotoro San. Alright, it is up, so if you can see in the bottom right, it's there. Let's talk about Me- nice. Nag- Nagotoro. Oh my goodness. All right. You know, you know how I said we should give like those friends of her a chance? Yeah, they got to go. <laughs> like I Oh my god. You just want to punch him in the uterus or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> but uh how how are you guys liking the interaction so far with uh the MC and Nagatoro? Cuz I'm I'm really liking how how the chemistry is, like how they play with each other and like they like each other but they're too shy to admit it. And then, like even Nagatoro's starting to show like a uh, like her sensitive side in a sense whenever she teases Nag- Nagatoro now. So I feel like it's nicely fallen into place, but uh yeah yeah i think they're cute as shit <laughs> I, I really like them a lot and uh i you're right i don't like the friends at all i feel like they would have been tolerable maybe if like they just didn't have like the same kind of like joke each week which is that they mess with him nagatoro comes in and she's pissed they run off like what's the point i'm sick of it it adds nothing mm-hmm. um if they actually had a point then i could tolerate them but they have none so please get them out um but yeah, there's not really that much to like talk about with it. It's just really cute show. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. How are you like I it, David? Um, still the same. Like, I I still it's enjoyable. I guess it's enjoyable. Uh, no, like you guess. It's it's very like <laughs> I don't know. It's very like stuff like in the moment type of thing where you have to appreciate just like them interacting. There's no like like big ongoing thing that you have to look out for and mm. i kind of want more development from the guy just because like it feels like so much of the focus is on nakatoro so hope the guy like mm. changes but usually they don't in these type of shows so we'll see it's always the girl sorry it, it's always the girl, always yep. the girl. it's always the girl I, I mean would hey. you blame though because they put so much effort in like and money into her budget like a character design <laughs> like why would you not focus on her right well i don't know i feel like he's actually improved just like a little bit like i feel like each episode he improves just like the tiniest smidgen you know he 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 gets more used to you gets more used to her gets more used to her friends like i can see him starting to have like a little bit of a yeah does he have have a lot of flaws i thought it was mainly just like nagatoro is supposed to be the one changing uh i never had an issue with him so i'll let you guys answer that he's just you know Uh, typical typical bitch right david yes like, whoa, whoa, whoa! I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. Right? No, I just remember David he, saying it from like the first episode. The first episode, <laughs> man, he was like crying because like he couldn't handle 
handle her. David, it's called a pushover, not a bitch. Okay. okay? Two completely different words, sir. All right. I hope you start uh, using no, that like, words for other characters. That will right. But, uh, but he's, he is definitely showing progression. Uh, he's definitely acting more of a as a as a guy who's like who's totally interested and he's willing to like take the extra steps to oh, go where was... before he didn't really care as much or he just kind of let things happen so he, he definitely yeah he improved this episode especially with the uh, when they were standing in line at mm-hmm. and like she was like dying from like heat exhaustion and she like, he took initiative to take her out so so that was good mm-hmm. on him so i like that yeah that was a good uh development for him is she still basically just like terrorizing the hell out of him Honestly, like it's not even really that bad. Like it kind of just seems like they tone it down a lot season. compared to the first. Oh, episode. Did the first episode was brutal. Yeah, yeah. The first episode was pretty bad, and there was one episode, the one that you saw, Stratton, where she calls him a perv, just like over and over and over and over again. Yep. Um, and I'm not going to say that word doesn't still exist in the show, but okay. it's it's toned down quite a bit. It was just that one episode where it was really bad. Like in this episode where she did it at the very end, um, where she like texted him that he was a perv. I actually thought that was kind of funny and I laughed. Yeah, it was actually uh, played pretty well uh, <laughs> yeah. compared to like the first time it was said and done. Uh, and like, you, I like how you can tell that he's starting to like her, even though he really hasn't given her very much indication at all. Because when they were standing in that line and the guys behind them were like checking her out because her bra was showing through her shirt, you know, uh-huh. and he's just, he just goes and stands like in front of her so they can't see like that was cute. And I don't think that's something he would have done in the first episode, you know? Oh, no, definitely not. Yeah. Just taking more initiative to do things like mm-hmm. taking her hand, take her out of the line, uh, just kind of stand up to her friends where they're about to cut his hair in a sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, like saying, oh yeah, I promise her she can cut my hair. So that's where he got the courage to stamp to him, I guess. Uh, yeah, he's he's definitely like progressing pretty well in terms of like character development. So uh, okay, yeah, that's up to the guy. But have we ever learned of his name? Because I still don't know what his name is. I just call oh, him MC. Sem- it's, 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 yeah, because she, she just called him oh, yeah. like, So it's like I never know. <laughs> yeah, there's so much of these what shows where like, the they is. never say the main character's name, so I never remember them. Yeah, I guess this is where a certain point will come in, right? Like, I guess the focus is all on Nagatoro-san because we don't even know the entity's name. Yeah. So, does he even matter? Is he even a real person? You know? Point taken. <laughs> yep. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, really loving this episode. Uh, kind of hoping to see the uh, like the teasing how it how it goes on, and it looks like with each episode they're getting more and more intimate with each other. So, we'll kind of see what happens. But yeah. yep. Yeah, good guy. He's a good guy. <laughs> All right. We'll leave it off there for Nagatoro. See what happens in the upcoming weeks. So we'll move on to our next show. Let's talk about I'm a Spire Soul. What? Ooh. So <clears throat> my theories out the window. <laughs> There's no way in heck that this is going to be the Demon Lord. No, pro- um, no Prophet Coup. What happened? I guess not. I mean, they. It's 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 so weird because I, I want to say yeah. maybe they were just debating us this whole time, right? With the thoughts or, with the idea that Kumko does evolve to become the Demon Lord, but it looks like they're going in a slightly different way. Uh, yeah, it's almost like potential, like what mind control, kind of, with what we saw at the very end, with like one of the like separate mind bodies jumping on the Demon Lord at the end, or. Hmm. 
I don't know. Like the whole immortality thing, even from last episode, has kind of now thrown me a little bit for a loop of just, you know, what Kumiko can do with that ability. And I know in this episode, she even said like, oh, her immortality isn't really immortality if she was to come across the the demon lord again because you know mm-hmm. she would obviously have an idea of how to defeat that but right yeah i don't know it definitely it, it opens you know the theory crafting mills again of just like what is going on here <laughs> like you know it's a it's you scratch your head once again it's like you think you have things figured out and then it just you know opens up this new avenue and you're just like oh god damn like where do we go from here but in a good way i think no, no, it, it definitely is. Like, it kind of gives me more of a reason to keep watching and pay more attention. Uh, although the only thing that's really throwing me for a loop here is the fact that, uh, like before, when they kind of queue in on her, on her monologue, uh, she does mention people's real names, the people who are reincarnated. So unless she's a reincarnated person as well, like, how does she know these guys' names, right? Like, how, yeah. how, how does she play into the story? Unless uh, she was the one that was fighting against the hero at the time, and she was the one that killed them in a sense and brought them here. And then maybe she was spying on them or something of that mm-hmm. nature. But like, how else would she know their names? Right. So, yeah, no, exactly. And and maybe that ties into like, you know, a lot of this week's episode focused on um, Shlane and the human side as they began their journey into the, uh, the labyrinth, um, which I thought was really well done. I'm glad they, you know, kind of painted a, a bigger picture of the labyrinth, especially with like the labyrinth sickness and how, like, being underground and everything kind of, you know, fucks with your uh, different, like, senses and things like that. So you can't be down there for, for too, too long. Um, mm-hmm. But I think the real big thing was the fact with uh, Shlaine, he starts having a lot of, like, dreams and almost, like, visions of different potential characters. And more specifically of Spooky, that one uh, kid from their class um, mm-hmm. that has, like, the little fang tooth. And so now I'm, <laughs> now, now I'm kind of wondering, like is spooky but potentially the demon lord because i had originally thought that spooky was um the vampire girl but now the Mm. fact that they like specifically had spooky show up in like the the vision or dream of slain's then i don't know i I don't know what the connection is there and even slain himself was kind of just like what what the hell you know why why spooky why am i you know seeing this person at this time yeah most definitely um, I can't like I just can't imagine it being the demon lord, you know. Just yeah. I mean, how so, cliche would that be? I don't be? know. <laughs> it's just like man, I, I just need answers. Like you know, I I think it's a lot of fun to sit here and like think about it, but it's just like mm-hmm. oh man, okay, we we've gotten this far, so you know, so far it's like let just give us a little bit more. Give me another breadcrumb, please. <laughs> like, yeah, no, for sure. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I'm still enjoying it, though. It's Man, I just hate being wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, oh, man, I had it all pictured out. Like, this is this is pretty damn good. Uh, can't wait to see how they reveal it. But now it's more of you, like, you weren't even correct. So Right, now and now it's kind of like that, that fear in your mind of just like, okay, if what I thought, you know, where all the pieces were kind of fitting together, and now that's right. all just been kind of torn apart. Now it's like, mm-hmm. uh-oh, you know, can I have, I guess, faith in them that, you know, now whatever this new route is going to be, how is it going to be done well? Which I, I think it will be. Um, I think obviously, you know, time and time again, they've really tried to show that things are at a much bigger scale 
than we kind of you know originally thought from you know the 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 get-go of the show so Uh i think it's now just a question of how far are they really going to expand this whole thing of like you know the administrators uh the end of the world which um you know was kind of brought up again when uh shalane Mm -hmm. and the group was um approached by like all the spiders the vestiges i think they called them and they were just like Uh chanting like oh the end of the world yada 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 and just like that was a super kind of like ominous scene where they're just like, you know, what the fuck is going on? Like, so. yeah. And then like, and then like, how do they know the reincarnated? Like, what's what's their connection? Because obviously it's not Kumiko anymore, yeah. right? Because she obviously can't be a demon lord. So where where does the connection lie? And then like you said, uh, with eight episodes, I feel like it's starting to get more convoluted. Well, do we know that? It's kind of like, uh, I, I don't know. I'm trying to still think like. On like the timeline perspective, like so when Shlane and the group went down into the labyrinth, like they specifically mentioned um the mother spider making like the huge hole in the right. ceiling, for which mm-hmm. we saw, you know, last episode with Kumiko. And then shortly after that kind of uh conflict with Kumiko and then the mother spider, that was when she, you know, went out to sea and everything and then got like obliterated by the demon lord and now mm-hmm. is just literally a floating head in the ocean. And it's kind of hard to still tell like where where at that time is kumiko mm-hmm. in relation to the time where Shlane and them are in the labyrinth is that yeah. still like years and years apart is that you know months is that same time are we are we finally at the same time period or i don't know imagine if we were on the whole time and it was the same timeline <laughs> same time same time period Oh well, my God. I mean, the I only thing we know it. safely that obviously it couldn't be that is um, the vampire girl, right? Because you figure Kumiko met the vampire girl when she was a baby and stayed right. from the carriage. And then when Shlane met them, she's all grown up. So that would be the only thing is that we know, like, okay, there's some time passage. But mm-hmm. yeah, in terms of like the current events with Kumiko just, you know, being a floating head in the ocean and trying to figure out like her next steps. I don't know. It's uh I I just hope yeah. that it's not the fact that yeah she was ahead for sixteen years or whatever, <laughs> and then now her body is fully rege- like regenerated and then she's gonna meet up with the guys and they're gonna like yeah I I don't want I definitely don't want that to happen yeah, I mean I'm in the same boat with you on that I don't want them teaming up to then fight like the common enemy of the demon lord because I feel like that would just be kind of kind of sloppy I like it when you have you know bad guys that aren't necessarily mm. bad guys right so. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll see, we'll see man. Oh man, I, I'm a little worried here. Not gonna lie, but it's still it's still pretty. I mean, good. hey, we, yeah, we still got we still got what? Still half of like full core of twelve episodes, so even yeah. a little bit more than that. So a lot to work with. So yeah, hmm. we we shall see. But I definitely agree with you. A lot of a lot of curveballs and new kind of thought processes were were thrown in with this week and what we learned. So yep, looking forward to see where it goes. Alright, so that's gonna be it for I'm a Spar, so what? Uh, let's move on to our next show. Let's talk about Hige Hero. Oof, this uh, is getting spicy. How do you guys feel about <laughs> our, uh, our wants, female cast here? Who wants to start the rant? I don't know. I feel like someone wants to rant. I mean, I feel like Sretton, you, you were saying you had some words for, oh my God. for yeah. this week's episode, right? So, yeah. take it away. It's- yeah, the the Iroha girl is just not Iroha, man. This like, is just like a creepy Iroha girl. We can't yeah, it basically name. has a name. <laughs> <laughs> Yuzuha. 
I actually have the name down. Boom! Take that. At the same time, I feel kind of bad because there's other characters I should definitely know their names. I, I don't have them, and yet I decided I ended up putting her name down. Uh, it's, it's I don't know, like when like that. I, it's um the the little rant too where they were uh oh God, what was it when when Goto was talking about how like with issues of family with family friend run away bring up and they basically bring up like a. Uh, the whole thing where it's like, oh, promise not to fall in love again. It's just like, why do they have to keep bringing this up? It's just like, it's because this should be like a normal thing, right? Um, uh, I'm, I'm assuming no. Mm. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I, I don't uh, like any of the girls of this show. Well, I'm just going to basically geez. say, like, I think they're all pretty terrible. Wow. Yeah. Rude. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I you. He's the victim here. Yeah. I know. But she's also high school. <laughs> so, uh, of the three, she's uh, she's now probably my favorite. I don't, I don't know, dude. Goto's just fucking weird to me. It's there's just like so, it's just a weird shit with her. I, I, I don't. It's really hard to explain. It's because it's just like, weird vibes. It's because she didn't like him until like she got jealous, and then she had that like, oh, I didn't. Realize, I didn't realize what I had until it was gone. So it's just annoying that yeah, like I, that for for her and just. Yeah. To, be, to be fair, though, realistically, did she do anything wrong like throughout the whole series well, so far? I think, a, I think a big part of her, like her personality, her her main personality. I know she kind of makes it she, where she wants to be like mysterious, but it right. keep change. It keep changes. Like it, it just changes so fast. Where she'll be yeah. basically like where uh, she'll be like kind of like the like where it's like mystery. She'll be like really helpful, outgoing, or she'll be like really really flirty. Then all of a sudden, she'll be like really shy, and it's just she's just all over the board. For me, it's like that's, I don't like that's the mystery part. I don't like characters who flip flop. So, man. like for me, it's like you had your chance, you blew it, and now move on. That's that's that's, like, that's my thing. That too. So, like that's why I don't well, want her to. Hold, hold on, how, how did she blow it? She didn't blow anything. She, she rejected him, and then like yeah, and then she like moved. Like they decided to move on, but then it was mm-hmm. afterwards that she got jealous that she wanted him back, which I just See, I don't like. So I feel like she also did have a like she actually did have a boyfriend. You know, like when when uh they were like first talking like uh, episodes ago, where um he's just like, oh, I thought you had a you had a boyfriend. She's like, nah, that wasn't a thing. I'm, and I think a bitch, you lied. You know, you had somebody. <laughs> look, look, look. All right, unless some guy shows up, I still feel like See, she did nothing wrong. The only reason why I think a guy's gonna show up is because like this, like the like I hated the end of this episode. Like oh, I yeah, feel like we're gonna be right. going some stupid <laughs> unnecessary drama now. Immediately when I thought that, I was thought like, okay, one, they're gonna throw somehow throw that she had a previous boyfriend. It's just like, who the fuck makes this like the, the flashbacks of this band makes it look like he's the shit. It's like, and then who? If you're the shit, like, why do you go back to like work at a convenience store? And then like, it's I don't know, like the whole the whole story with him just seemed like completely, uh, just just terrible and unnecessary. Like, it's just gonna be some dumb shit now. Well, while Stratton here is just hang on, I'm so I'm just gonna focus on the coworker because she was so. So unnecessary this episode. Like that was way yeah. more unnecessary. Yeah, there's oh, a lot of you mean Yuzo? Yeah, yeah. I, forgot, I forgot her name, so yeah. Yep, that, that's who we're talking. No, Yuzo, no, the the coworker that basically yeah. confessed a few episodes ago, and then they ran into each other again. Oh, oh, the one that was basically when, like, uh... when Goto and Sayu were having their moment, and Yoshida yeah. went out and then, to like, get, get food. Yeah, yeah, and and then like, and then she was like, "Isn't it weird that you two like went out?" At the office, and you went to go eat for dinner, and you went to your place, oh and, oh and Yoshida's like, mode. "Why the hell did you know <laughs> that?" 
Yeah, we basically oh, have so. a stalker, some dude that or some girl that just switches like her personality like this. Honestly, I don't I don't have a problem with Yuzuha. I'm more in the camp really? of not really liking um Goto just because, you know, she's already shown us okay, we can't trust her once. I know Kuya, it's not a <laughs> uh, you know, a opinion that will sit well, but I, I think it's something where we can't fully trust her yet still. And the thing that irks me is because she's shown in the past that we can't trust her. And then in this episode, she's acting all, you know, really sentimental and being that support structure for now. Sayu when, you know, they were kind of having their moment in the back of my head. I'm kind of just like, cause I like Sayu a lot. And obviously, you know, she's been through some shit and we have to learn what her, her story truly is. And if Goto's going to come in and just kind of be like that division that tries to rip her out of the picture, it just acts like, you know, fake as she as we've seen. Yeah. That's gonna probably piss me off a little bit. Yeah, Sayo's actually my like, Goto. Goto could have had a full change of heart, and she might be, you know, a great great addition to the crew. But we just can't Absolutely. trust her yet. We don't have enough yet. Like, yeah. So I think that's the thing. Yeah, as of right now, somehow Sayo. Yeah, like Sayo somehow is like number one now. <laughs> she, she could but, still I mean... win, and I'd be fine. But the way if she wins is you know super fucked up, and she's still playing games, then ooh. This mm. bitch need to die. <laughs> you think Yuzuha has any shot after being a creeper? No. Oh hell, oh, hell, no. hell no. She's just she's just there to be the constant kind of like other conflict that has no chance of winning. Yeah, I like how she basically she shows up, basically yells at this guy. It's like, oh thanks, and then just walks away. It's just like, uh, and then where uh, like MC is just like, what the fuck just happened? Basically, the thing yeah. that uh, yeah. to get to like the the last part of this week's episode, the one thing I'm not looking forward to is now the one like convenience store coworker. Yeah. Stupid drama. The that fucking that, that guy is yeah. now probably going to come in and like do something fucked up, and then now that's going to cause some. Just... Hopefully, Yoshida, you know, comes to save the day yet again for Sao. But man, once I saw that guy at the end of the episode, I was like, oh man, this fuck boy, like, I just, we, need, I just, we I... need to take him out. <laughs> I was thinking, like, oh boy, we're about to go downhill. <laughs> Ooh, oh, yeah. We are. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, I don't know. It, it, it'll depend on how it plays out, but when they like introduced this dude, it's like, like why? Why would this guy be going like to this convenience store? Like, where was yeah. he before this? And it was just. It's like, oh my god! I just that's want, I just want more about Sayu. Like, just have her like overcome her trauma and like, that's like well, for me. One way, I guess. For me, that's like, the whole point of this story is, is about her overcoming it. So it's like that's all I'm paying attention to, and that's why See, I, I agree with you, Strand. It's just, it's just got, it has so much unnecessary drama for this guy yeah. to come in. I mean. You can kind of say it, David. I mean, if you want to look at it in one way, you can think of it as this could be overcoming her trauma because this guy's uh, here. Even though I don't think he's gonna, I don't think he's gonna stick with the at this place. I think he's gonna have. I think he's gonna be booted out at some like, you know, two episodes maybe. I can't see this man just like hanging around, and I also don't think of him. At, I don't think he's just gonna be, have like a change of heart and become like a a normal dude unless we're gonna you know pull some goto shit with this dude too. Hey, but if Vegeta I, I, can change, Aniel can change, baby. Oh my God. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Still a douchebag, by the way. There it is. Yeah. Hey, it doesn't matter. He changed, he's a changed man, oh, right? Okay. I don't know. Yeah. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll see how next episode goes. Oh, God. I'm, I'm dreading that episode, which comes out tomorrow, by the way. <laughs> oh, Same. right. Yeah. I'm sure, like, like, in my honest opinion, I'm pretty sure Goto is probably going to screw him over. But I'm going to have hopes that her heart is as big as her chest. You know what I'm saying? And uh, the only guy that I think is going to be a... The only person I think is going to be a real problem is going to be Yuzuha and um, out of jealousy. And then that guy, because I'm assuming he's going to do something shitty. So. See, I, I feel like Yuzuha would be the one to sell out the whole situation. 
Uh, right. She would be the one to basically throw oh, everybody on the bus. Yeah. Yeah. If, if the stalker thing wasn't like a giant tell, right? I mean, yeah. at least Goto's not stalking you, right? Yeah. She should have face and said, hey, you want to go to barbecue? She just she's just leading you on. <laughs> Guys, what what if this turns into school days? Oh god. That's like that's uh, like that's fifteen years old, Strand. We don't need it anymore. Hey, yeah. it's about it's been fifteen years, David. Yeah, there needs to be another one. It's in the past. Hey, let it, let it that's what you say. Something's needed to say. What's, in the past. what's been happening? What's been happening this year and last year? The past is been coming oh, back. Digimon, Shaman Kick. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, it's that's like a, that's being another Boku no Pico. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> it doesn't need to be a thing. All yeah, right. that doesn't either. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. We Thanks, shall Thanks, see. Right. We shall see. That's basically long story short. The cast of characters does not need to keep expanding. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Just gonna yep. plant that in everybody's head, though. You know, school God days. Damn it. And that's how we end coming this, soon. This week's session of Pika Hero. <laughs> Thanks, Shred. So yeah. that's it for Pika Hero. Let's move on to our next show. Let's talk yes. about Moriarty, the Patriots. I like this week's episode. Yeah, I think it. Uh, I'll be interested to see Taylor. Did you like this week's episode? Comparative to obviously the very action-oriented episode last week. Sorry. Right. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, okay. about how, that's about how i feel about the show now i honestly just like this first season like way more than the second season uh and i don't really know like that very much got accomplished in this episode um fair and I just it's all right say, i just want to say like after, after catching up to last week of solo and watching this like there's so many conspiracy theories this show is just one big conspiracy <laughs> theory just like to throw a revolution <laughs> in britain that's all it is you just want it's, it's just a big conspiracy theory like, I get a little bit. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, dude. I was like, because it started with like, oh, it's just like this little scuffle between the neighborhood and like the Scotland Yard, and then it just pulls up into it. Oh, we're gonna use this, this, this. Uh, this is gonna blow up into a big event, and then we're gonna use this to start a riot, and then this riot will turn into a revolution, just like we did in France. That we, we by the way, that we controlled and made a new conspiracy. So. I just think it's it's sort of funny and kind of sad. That's how the the story just escalated. It's just a big conspiracy. Yeah. Well, I think given like actually last week after last week's episode with the whole focus of Jack the Ripper and everything, I actually started looking more into like the lore of Sherlock Holmes and a lot of the different like side cases. Um, and I think there's definitely going to be much more of an expansion of characters as this series goes on. Um. One character in particular was that, um, what was his name? Charles Augustus Milverton. Yeah. He was like briefly mentioned in, in one of the episodes, and I guess he plays a pretty prominent role in the series. Um, and so he's obviously probably going to be coming back in one form or another. And then specifically in this week's episode, um, like you were saying, you know, now uh, Scotland Yard is kind of in like the back pocket of uh, Moriarty and his group because they have Patterson who basically worked with their team to help uh, acquire that ledger of the one like crooked cop. Um, but I think for me, I enjoyed this episode more just in the sense that obviously, you know, we're, we're getting Sherlock back into the mix. Obviously it was a very small dosage of it, but I think it's now driving back towards the larger game between Sherlock and Moriarty, where at the very end of this episode, Moriarty said, you know, now he's ready to kind of unleash his like big, big plan. Actually, so I am interested to see where that goes. Yeah, I like the development of Sherlock where he he's in that dilemma now where he understands that Moriarty like even he's trying to do like the good like good things for for society even though it's like it's like was it like a means to an end whatever like 
Oh, he, so he had that dilemma where it's like, he doesn't, like, with today's episode, he didn't want to um to mess up too much of the plan because he knew that, like, if he, if he got in the way of Moriarty, then, like, then Innocent Man would go to jail. And so he basically had to, like, be a pawn of his plan, which, which he hated. But he, again, that dilemma where he has to make that choice. And so I, I really like that conflict. So hopefully we see more of that. Yeah. Yeah, um, and just kind of last off from mind, I also think, you know, with that Charles character who was kind of the the main individual pulling the strings behind this whole Jack the Ripper incident, I think he's probably going to obviously, you know, come into play and be like a potential third party. I don't think we really know any alignment between either Sherlock or Moriarty with him. He's kind of his own now standalone. He was the group, one who, so. who found out about Moriarty, right? He, um, he saw Moriarty leave uh, the like the building where he killed all those eight yep. people. Yeah. Yep. So. He was the one that was like looking through like the eyeglass yeah, across the so street we'll or whatever. Oh well, yeah. I definitely could see him being like, I guess a, the villain soon. So. Yeah. But no, I yeah. totally agree where the change of pace has been from season one to season two. So I think for me, I just like, I'm not, I am not actually looking forward to more characters being introduced. I still feel like we really haven't even gotten close to the people that are involved with Moriarty, like his yeah. partners. I, Very true. Um, I feel like we've just keep on adding in like a new iconic character with each episode. And it feels like a token character each time to me. I, which is not always true because um, I forget what her original name was now, but James Bond is actually playing. Oh, Irene Adler. Irene. Yeah. Thank you. Irene Adler. Yeah. <laughs> And she is actually blending in, and it does work. So, I mean, she was all right. I was very skeptical, but she's she's fitting in okay. I think that for me, I have a really hard time paying attention to the plot or caring about the plot at all because it just reads as so ridiculous to me. Um, and then the way theories. they execute it, yeah, it's all it's, it's all conspiracy theories, and it's all like a a fairly large number of people at this point now who are way more smart than they should be or can just read minds or yeah. something it's not even just moriarty and sherlock anymore who are like geniuses it's other people getting in on it too and it's just so ridiculous that i, I don't really care I, um, I totally agree in the sense that it almost does feel like apart from moriarty and sherlock it's now also almost becoming like a james bond anime because mm -hmm. you know we have <laughs> q well basically q from the james bond series that builds mm -hmm. like all the gadgets and tools that bond uses and we saw that you know in this mm -hmm. week's episode yeah. when irene went and got the suppressor gun from him so now that's in and my mind car. i could and yeah the car. And the car. <laughs> yep yep the automatic car um so i can totally see this now going the route of especially with um Sherlock's brother, who's basically the head of you know secrecy and everything, Who's talking I'm, with it, with, with the was it uh the older Moriarty brother too, Albert, yeah, Albert, Albert yeah. Moriarty. So, so now I totally see them going the route of like they're probably going to bring in MI6. There's probably going to be like a Money Penny and like these other like iconic figures. So you know, unfortunate to your point, Taylor, I definitely think they're going to completely drill into like, hey, these are famous characters from you know across the pond. Like people will really like this. They'll be like, oh, I know that character. So. I, I think they're going to do that. I think it's they're almost going down a similar vein of like um, for people that know, like the Fate series, especially Fate Grand Order, which oh. completely utilizes like a bunch of characters throughout history. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think they're going to kind of go that route, but specifically to like English, you know, literature and, and lore and stuff. Oh, that's actually a really good comparison. You're right. It does remind me of that. Yeah. Should make a mobile game. <sighs> hey. I know. I'm just more reminded of the Assassin's Creed oh, yeah. series, like when they like just like try to have fun with the history there it's like i get that it's one yeah. thing but i don't know like just the someone who does just know like i have an understanding of that time period it's like it's just 
it's just so weird i can't like suspend my disbelief like when you're saying yeah. like all these things yeah. happening the, and like the how, premise is just know. getting very diluted for sure yeah. like at the beginning it was very simple it's like you got sherlock you got moriarty all mm -hmm. right let's bring them together and now it's like okay hey we'll get there but hey do you guys like james bond hey do you like you know this do you like that and you're just grabbing at all these pieces and so you I, know what I, I, yeah it feels like fan fiction. <laughs> that's what this show feels yeah, like to me, to be what, honest. That's, what, that's the word that describes it, yeah. Like, it started out... It reminds me of so many stories I've read where this author will clearly have, like, an idea that they're, like, leaning hard into, but then they're like, but wouldn't it be cool if I, like, threw in this character that had this power that's, like, a long-lost brother who has amnesia of this person? Let's grab a couple famous people. And, like, the, the, the plot just gets, like... Very confused the further along that you go, and it just kind of seems like somebody's wish list of things they want to see happen in the totally. show. But totally. it's not my wish list, so uh, I mean, I'll watch it because I'm kind of invested. But uh, like weirdly, I like miss Sherlock and Moriarty. Like I miss them. I feel like Sherlock's barely been in it. And no, I mean that's, I feel the same way. Like ever since like yeah, season two started. Like that's that's all mm -hmm. I'm here for. I'm, I want the mind games and yeah. yeah, it's and even like Moriarty's like mission of help, trying to like make society better it's like we barely get to see any of that because it's all like just all fighting against like these other people so yeah i think it was last week taylor said not to continue to talk here but you don't see that logical process of moriarty it's pretty much you know moriarty just comes up he's like all right execute this plan and then it's just assumed like he's moriarty this is how it works and then like we just learn it we don't get like the actual like logical steps of you know planning and, and more depth to his character it's now just oh he's really smart he can do whatever so you know, just accept it. And that's just like poor writing. Yep. So yeah. we we shall see. But now with yeah. all these characters, I have a feeling the show's probably gonna go for a while now. I only thought when I first picked it up, I thought, oh, this will maybe be a season, two seasons at most. If it's just, mm -hmm. you know, Sherlock and Moriarty. And now I'm thinking I could see it being like three, maybe four. Like I don't know how much material. Yeah, I don't know. Seems like there's a lot of it if they're doing a lot it's, of, you know, side it's, characters. It's, right, now. it's running in jump square, the monthly jump manga oh magazine. okay so that's so it has big hmm. name behind it. I, I don't know how long it's running but interesting we'll see. Hmm. So, interesting sounds good yeah i think that's gonna be it for marty this week hopefully next week for more conspiracy theories of how <laughs> britain is super important and how they got well, let's hope not otherwise it sounds other, like i might be the only other. one continuing with the show here also watch it but just, God damn. Yeah, i'll still watch it don't too. Don't, okay. miss, don't tell me that fair, britain fair. is behind everything <laughs> all right sounds all right. good so that's it from our the patriots let's move on to are we talking about bakuten are we still watching that we, uh two of us are <laughs> yeah so I, I dropped it okay you want to talk about Bakuten? but i'm interested here because threatened seemed to like it yeah which is too bad because this is the episode where it it reminded it had uh it, it reminded me more of haiku where mm. they had like that um uh where they stand up spending like the night at that hotel area for like one night where it just got like like really the kind of like the creepy vibes where everybody was like scared of like ghost stories and whatnot you got to know the characters more it was similar uh with this episode where they just ended up playing hide and seek at night with the two captains that were apparently just terrible at finding people they I, they found nobody during the entire time but it was more like you got they they were all in groups of two so they all got you got to learn more about the characters um you kind of you get to just kind of get their personality more um uh, with their backstory and it just had like more like the haiku vibes like the good haiku vibes where you where you finally got like a little bit more of a connection with some of these characters okay 
Yeah, that was pretty much all that happened. My my, I didn't really have too many gripes this episode. They didn't repeat the jokes that have been just driving me absolutely crazy oh, throughout the whole season. Um, the only thing that they did repeat was that the previous episode was also them pairing off with like their similar member from the other team. And mm. that literally happened the episode before. And then they did it again this episode. And the exact same thing happened. They'd be like, oh, I like that too. Oh, but I like this thing more. And then they get into an argument about like the same thing, but opposite. Like, oh, I love mm. fruit. What's your favorite fruit? Apple. Mine's orange. And then you fight. Like, that's an example. So, uh, like, this one, though, this one, they did have like an extra, like another person would just kind of wander over to their group, though. So it'd be like three people in a group. Like the, yeah, like yeah. the white hair dude. Yeah. The white hair mm-hmm. dude with those, the Kageyama and whoever the hell the other guy's name is. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it was, oh, yeah, it was better. Um, but God, that's not really all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm glad to hear that 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 they've started to flesh out the characters more because I know that was like yeah. a big gripe from last week. Um, the yeah, lighting was done really well. Sorry, Justin. The lighting no, the- was done really well in this episode. Like I've noticed the lighting on several different accounts, and they put some budget into it. That's, that's a right. positive. I mean, hey, I, it was like David was asking me earlier about uh, Mars Red. You know, the story's not really hitting a home run by any means, but the music and artwork is really great. So mm-hmm. I literally keep up with that show just for those reasons. So. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> they haven't had like another. Yeah. Th- they're basically just in training now, aren't they? Uh, yeah. Camp, training camp. Ostensibly, supposedly. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully they don't stay in training camp for too long if we're at, you know, the, the midway point and they... <laughs> <laughs> Got to flesh out this whole team coming together, potentially beating the rival team or wherever, you know, they kind of want to end it off. So and I think speak, so. this is this is the episode I was dozing off, wasn't it? I, yes. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't remember. I maybe didn't wake why, you up. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's why I was better, too. I don't know. It's but, like, oh, man, that episode flew by. This yeah, it went by quick. It was, this is a great episode. <laughs> uh, well, we'll see. I got the main part. I'll see what you guys think next week. One, hopefully they get out of training camp or maybe go some more great. I'm in. I'm in too deep. One more, one more episode to. Yeah, I know. I know David hates this, but I'm in too deep. I gotta finish it. I mean, hey, I respect that. You made it. You made a commitment to a show, and yeah. Hey, we we all know some cast fell, so we just can't fight against it. (laughs) Yeah, I just let it go. I've I've given in. That's all I got. All I got. Okay. I guess if we have ten, let's talk about the real sports show this season, Burning Kabaddi. Oh okay, my god, I have never been so depressed before listening to someone talk about an anime show that they didn't like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was... Uh, oh, lord. Yeah, I don't know. To be fair, I mean, like, um, for this one... Okay, so Taylor said she really liked this episode. Yeah, I, I don't know why I you had, didn't like oh, it. I had Dude, this episode was so good! Okay. Oh my okay. god. Yeah, well, okay, things. thank God. Thank you, Koo. Okay, a couple of the issues that I had. The first one is, mm. um, was, like, their vice captain, just trash. Like, this, the, I, 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 like they make this, like, the vice captain think, like, he's, like, so this, this badass. They're, like, he knows all he this shit. He hasn't done anything yet. He keeps getting taken out by the hand guy. Like, every single time this man gets tagged. Like, he did nothing. Because he's a, he's a raider type. He hasn't been able to show off his abilities because the captain's gone, and they've mm. relied on the MC to pop off, so... Like, what is he going to do? But the vice captain didn't do anything. He just kept getting tagged. Because he hasn't had the time to be a raider yet. That's mm-hmm. his specialty, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like, this man, like, he seems like he's just too human. Like, you're going to lose to the you're going to lose to the swimmer. Come on. I mean, the I mean, swimmer was like the number one in his country. And like, he's trying to oh, get to number one in Kabaddi. And he's pretty much already almost there. But, so, I mean. 
But another the, another thing that I hated is like these like m- like crucial rules that this vice captain forgot to mention mm-hmm. about how you can just you know you can you basically can get to the other line even if you basically jump out you're on like the side you don't touch the out of bounds but you're able to cross the line. So <laughs> yeah. that seems like a pretty vital rule to kind of go it's, over. It's I, I guess they left it out for our plot device later in the future. Yeah, I this episode. So yeah, I mean for, it's. For it, it, it's fine. I, it's it's cheap way to progress a story, but it, it, it works, I guess. To, to be fair, to be fair, it's not like this is an actual competition, right? There's still the whole point of this is for them to be learning and still going over rules and still learning plays. So, I mean, yeah, what right. does it really matter? Vice captain. This guy's supposed to be like, you know, he's supposed to be like the, the shit. It's just like, what the fuck? You could do that? He's like, oh, yeah, I forgot to mention that. So it's like, oh, thanks, man. Oh, okay. Here. Well, so again, it's, it's still practice match. And he himself mentioned. That as long as you like get the basics down, the other rules will just come to play later. So oh, he, okay. he already stated like like in the previous episode that that's not important right now. What's important right now is you you getting your basics down. Yeah. So, hey, there's one yeah. more. There's one more. There's one more thing that I had about that okay. that that, that me about that, but I forgot it. So we'll move on. <laughs> I mean, but the parts I liked, dude. Uh, the fucking captain is my favorite. Like he's. He's, yeah, there was these so many moments. Badass. Oh my god, he's so yeah. cool. <laughs> I like I like how basically this guy, the only way he was able to injure himself injure himself is training too hard. <laughs> yeah, like no one can take me down. Only I can take myself down. Dude, when they were talking about that and it was something about him hurting his legs, it reminded me of this guy I used to be in ROTC with who did um Muay Thai and he was talking about how like some people break their legs or do something they injure their own legs to like build them back stronger or something like that for that and I totally thought that's good but he that note I I had a note before they actually mentioned like he hurt himself from training I thought like how they were going on I was like dude I thought he purposely hurt himself like basically that to get like to make himself stronger like I actually even put that in my nose for Kabaddi. I was like, "Damn!" I was uh, like, "Holy shit!" Are they really gonna go down the path that this man like like broke his own leg? <laughs> uh, and then they, no, they it's not, then, not that sinister. Yeah, <laughs> and then they basically changed it, and he was just from training. I was like, "Ah, oh, well, okay, you're, you're I mean, still badass. Like, it's fine." It's, yeah, basically the yeah. same thing anyway. <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah. You're, you're still just a beast. Yeah, dude, it's just his analogies, the way he looks at the game and at life. It's it's so beautiful. Like Kabaddi is like this this Kabaddi's life. culture. Yeah, it's life. Like I'm constantly chasing after her. The reason why you suck is because you don't love the game as much as I do. It's like, yeah. oh yeah. it's so she, lame, but it sounds so badass when he said it. She's <laughs> never gonna look at you. She's never gonna look at you because I you're like, not good enough. I liked the relationship between him and the captain of the other team yep. too. Like I feel like it didn't take very much time, but it was very well developed. Like you could feel that they were friends and rivals and had, mm-hmm. you know, trained together. Like I thought it was really well done. The character building and relationship building in this is a lot better than another show that we might have just trashed. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I will say though, yeah. <laughs> I fell asleep um not this week's episode, but the weekend the week before. I kept on falling asleep during that episode. I don't know why. And I, so I I watched two episodes this week. And I will say, I did notice that Discount Oikawa, I finally noticed, like, him holding his hand. (laughs) Discount Oikawa, huh? Because he's kind of, like, got that Oikawa personality, right? Like, he thinks he's the shit. Like, he works really, really hard. That is fair, actually. Holy shit, yeah. But he totally sucks in comparison to Oikawa. He's a a Chunibyo version of uh, (laughs) of Oikawa. We have to see what what, what he's trying to do by holding his hand, like, like that um they've never explained it have they no they never. didn't they, okay. they commented on it like some oh of the characters were even like why the fuck is he standing like <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker is a swimmer i don't know how that has anything to correlate with swimming oh, but my god but like i i wish that he was a little bit more of like an like a 
empathetic or even like a more likable character yeah like relatable or (laughs) likable because like i don't know they could learn something from him but he's so freaking obnoxious he's a douche and every single time he's he's always the guy over the line i was like holy fuck i was like can we please see somebody else you know like if you don't have to why would you change uh change the the plan right yeah yeah makes sense i'll be honest I'll be honest. I wish this would go as long as Haikyuu. Like I'm getting into this. Like I, I care about the team. Yeah, that's I what I'm feel their passion. Yeah. Like I want this to keep going. They don't <laughs> like, have a full team yet, guys. There's more characters to come. Oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> oh, and then like I finally, I finally found out or like who the uh, the captain reminds me of. It's his name is Staz, and it's from the anime Blood Lad. I don't know if you guys remember that. I heard Thank of you. it. Never saw it though. But yeah, uh, he's basically the MC and the anime uh, anime called Bloodland. Who his character design reminds me of, especially when he bites slip and goes into like that that ghoul or like devil mode in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but dude, his hollow form. <laughs> yeah, just man, the captain is so cool, man. I never thought I'd say that about another character, but it's so <laughs> cool. I like, I do also like how both sides they um, kind of help each other. Where. Like the flashback they showed, like the like um you know the ghoul captain was actually helping out the other captain, mm-hmm. where the guy was basically just trying to do like nothing but brute strength, and he basically just told him was like no no you, you can't just do that, mm-hmm. then it's, it's more about the other stuff, and then you have also then that captain helping out the brute strength dude on the uh, like on their team, mm-hmm. where he, you basically just think he's like a giant tank, but then he just can't move, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he just took him down easy, so I, I like how the they're both kind of or. They're both uh, somewhat trying to make make each other better, which is you know, thanks. Hey, when you when you love the game, you know that's usually how it goes, right? Mm-hmm. So I I really like how they're like kind of playing it true to that aspect where the if if you both have the same mindset and you both have that strong love for a game, like even if you're enemies, you're you're still gonna like help yeah. each other get better. So I think that's pretty cool. You want that competition? Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> but. Uh, but yeah, no, this is only the first half, so we still have the second half to look forward to. Uh, like, I can't wait to see what's going to happen. Hopefully, the vice captain will pop off and Strength can get off his back, you know. But uh, <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll see. Dude, and then the way when they get off the court, and the captain's like, "Hey guys, give him that evil smirk oh, yeah. that, uh, <laughs> that young bitch always does." And then they all did it, and they're like, "Man, don't they know they're still losing? Like, oh, like why is it like that? Like, oh man, it was, the comedy is it's so good. good at times. It's oh, on point, God. yeah." That's the best horse anime this season. That's what sure. that's oh, yeah. what Bakuten is missing. The, the comedy is awful. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, bad. it's not good at all. Uh, but <laughs> There's the, the show, no comedy. The, the, the yeah. show every time though, it's like uh, it's just on point. Gotcha. It's just good. But yeah, oh, can't wait for next episode. It's it's so good. Yep, same. I love it. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's crazy how long the matches are too, or it's or how many points they can go to, where they just have like it's just a certain amount of time because they actually haven't showed us like a time. Like a clock or anything? Yeah, we still you know? don't know all the rules. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't know the rules, like how time goes. Because I kept thinking, like these points kept going. I was like, "When, when does this end?" They, we don't know. Like it just, and they're like, "Oh, halftime." Sure. Yeah. We'll I guess. So, I guess the only problem if you want to nitpick is that uh, they're using the rules as like a means of plot device for later on. So I, I guess it's fine. But and it's fine, especially yeah. it's, it's fine for like this kind of like obscure sport as well, where nobody knows of it. Right. Because like, it's more of like mm-hmm. I mean. You, you, it's not like something that like oh everybody would just know so you just kind of go you just burn through it this they're actually mm-hmm. using it as like you said like a plot device which works for it as yeah. somebody who's like really not sports minded at all like i don't 
know anything about any sports except figure skating. <laughs> um, hmm. I I actually really like the way that they explain it in this anime. How you said that, like they use they teach the rules by plot points. It helps the rules stick in my head a lot better. Because mm-hmm. normally, I, normally when people go into sports speak, my mind just turns off. So it works really well <laughs> for, for me. <laughs> uh, they even had the the soccer coach from Yogoshi School with the with the oh yeah all the crew play. Like, oh, that's that right. So yeah, cute. yeah, you could do that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, are you even necessary? I mean, whatever. Oh. We had the commentators and the bleachers, just like in Haikyuu. Yeah. It was great. Well, at least it oh. makes sense with this one, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the one thing I was gonna say though for the vice captain is like now there's almost like no point for him to raid because the captain's there, you know. True, true. Unless he gets uh, taken out and then you know right. somebody has to step up. Yeah, we still got the second half. Anything can go at this mm-hmm. point. So yeah, yeah. that's all I got. Well, I got two. Yeah. All right, so that's gonna be it for burning capacity. Get on, Justin. <laughs> talk about, I'm back. Talk about Mashiro Alto. <laughs> Oh, I, didn't have, I didn't have enough time to watch it, so I watched the. I listened to the new opening. Terrible. I love the first one more. Yeah, oh, I, I know. Like right? I thought gonna... it was really good. No, I was, no. Bring it back. Bring back the first one. No, yeah, I'm not yeah, the, it was the bad, first one just hit wasn't... so much harder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The first I, one I was definitely better. Them, I didn't expect them to switch up to a different opening. Yeah. Oh God, too early. It's so, so few weird. Episodes. Yeah, it's even the same band. Like why? I'm glad they kept the band the same because yeah, if they went like complete opening with whole new different band, then I'd be like, what the hell is going on? Like. We only went through like you know a small series of events. Like this doesn't warrant a whole new opening, but yeah, right? very strange. You stick with burnout syndromes and you remove the shamisen. Come on, <laughs> why do you do that? I know, right? I mean, come on, yeah. bro. I mean, they even <laughs> kept the the end uh, the end piece the same. You know? Yeah. So why did yeah. you change that too? I mean, I'm glad they did it because it's still a banger. But like, why would you just switch the opening and not the end? Definitely, well, definitely that not. Was, that was weird. Definitely. That's not. all I can comment on, though. So I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, Somebody else want to kick it off? I don't really remember <clears throat> everything that happened because I watched like four episodes today. <laughs> I don't even remember which point I'm at. Oh, Lord. Okay, well, first off, how do you like it so far going back in? I mean, I don't know. I, I like The reason I decided to watch it was um, I remember you guys were talking about the week where he plays for the grandma and he tries mm. his own hand at it and somebody said it was emotional. Yeah, the, the one I, I, that was good. That one was, that one was fine. I didn't find anything emotional. I, I don't know. I just feel like there's just like a lot of like drama for no reason. <laughs> no, the, I, the episode I liked was the one after that with the, the team and actually playing as a group. And then, yeah. you know, when he was, yeah, that one was, that one I thought was really good. Yeah, I liked that too. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just think it's something I just, I just don't super relate to it. I just wanted to give it another shot to, to like give it a fair shake and I'll probably keep watching it, but hmm. The characters don't hit with me. The plot doesn't hit with me. It's very artsy. Like how 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 metaphorically they speak about the music and stuff. I'm just like, man, I don't have time for this. (laughs) (laughs) In English, son. English, please. No, I think Uh, that's totally fair. I would agree that like a lot of the side characters, you know, now they each seem to have their own problems and backgrounds that are being overcome. Like this week's episode focused on Kaito, you know, who is a up and coming soccer player. And, you know, we obviously got to see his his parents perspective on how they wanted him to be a lawyer. And his dad really never had any faith of him becoming, you know, this great soccer player anyways. Mm-hmm. And then now he's just driving all of that um, 
passion and kind of initiative into the shamisen, which I think is great in its own regard. But I'm definitely in the mindset of I really care about Setsu. Like, I want to see Setsu, you know, find his his sound that he's been searching for entering into the the singles side of the tournament, I think will be really great. And then, um, you know, goddamn Umiko had to come on back and, you know, get that get that call from that uh, the innkeeper of just like. Oh hey, he's you know he's in. We did it. Your plan's working. I'm just like, God damn it, Umiko! Like, uh, leave him alone. Yeah, exactly. Christ. Let this man find his own voice. He don't need no mom that was never there to you know lead him down this route. But um, no, I, I think it was a uh, it was a good episode. Um, I don't really vibe too much with uh, Shuri and kind of her struggles. I think you know her wanting to do the nice things for her grandma were fine, but she reminds me of like being that character that is always going to be the one that's like having like the most issues and like Setsu's going to have to come and save the day just for the sense of like forcing a relationship between the two of them. If that makes sense to try to like ship them. Oh God, I really hope not. That's like, yeah, right. Yuri is just that awkward character that is just there, but like she's too like she's like the um you don't want to tell her to go she's like away. the she's like the Akira, Akira from uh, Kimono Jihen. Oh my god! In a sense, so I'm just, I'm just yeah, like, like, <laughs> like even Akira didn't bother me as much. I don't know why. Like it's nothing against her, but it's oh, just like oh, I, I don't know. I want to I want to go that far. All right, Akira is pretty bad. <laughs> Shuri is just kind of teetering around that point. Yeah. I feel like I feel like Shuri's a mixture of. Uh, what was it? Uh, Cone and um, Akira, I'd say. Okay. Like fair, she, she's kind of like there for the cute factor, but she's kind of like like in a like awkward in her own sense. But she is trying, so you kind of feel bad for her. Yeah. Like, but in this episode, she definitely was really awkward when she was listening to Setsu play at the end, and then she just went wah. Like that's <laughs> not even a sound you make. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, during- I guess they're trying oh. to make it cute and all that, and I yeah. Don't know. So I mean. So, yeah. If you want, if you want to talk about characters that I don't vibe with, the I don't know, I have no idea anybody's names yet. I haven't uh-huh. been committed enough. But the hmm. like the rival, like the other guy who's really good with the longer hair, and I think he has glasses, and he's like played for them. A couple. Oh, times. you mean uh, Seiryu, who's like the yes, professional? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. I don't think he'll uh, necessarily be the rival. I mean, he's just well, not there the rival. To... He's more, more like, like a teacher. teacher sense, yeah. Well, yeah. The reason why I call him a rival, a rival though, is because like he has so many intense thoughts about where everybody's <laughs> going say, with their career. Like he's really up in their business in like uh, a creepy way. And every time it cuts to him, there's like this little riff that plays that is like such an evil little riff. For, like, it, it is funny you mention that because I do remember that vividly in this week's episode where it's like he's nowhere near the training camp or everything, but they specifically make a reason to like you know show him like looking. <laughs> off and to your point Taylor like thinking about like you know what he heard that day with Setsu and it's just like yo man like you, do you want to date Setsu like what's what's going on here bro like you good he's an action bro I mean what do you I mean hey man just two bros connecting their music I mean it's all good as long as it's a banger I'm I'm all for it yeah be like no this. no no pun intended <laughs> but yeah I, I don't know it's I think it's final just like the I guess the problem with the show for sure is the fact that they exaggerate on every single point. And I guess uh, if you're not into that, it might be a turnoff. But yeah, just like how Justin men- uh, mentioned, this show was really all about Setsu. And then that's all I care about as a person in and of itself. And uh, I guess just the fact that I can I vibe with the guy so much and I just want him to succeed so much. I guess I'm willing to overlook like all those little tidbits. So um, yeah. Ho- yeah. 
ho- hopefully it gets better for you but yeah man just sets you so far i'm really enjoying his progression so far it looks like he's starting to be more and more like comfortable with his sound and uh hopefully they cut to the the competition next week and like we'll see a pop off from there because I think he's basically ready to go. I'm not sure if there's anything else that he needs to kind yeah, of Yeah, it seemed like overcome. at the end of this week, you know, the group had played the song successfully and Shuri no longer had her hesitation. So, yeah, that, like you said, hopefully we just jump forward to that. And then, well, mm-hmm. I actually feel like they're going to drag out like next episode is probably going to be either a main focus on like the team portion because you have the one um, childhood friend that's also entering into the team portion that always wanted mm-hmm. to challenge Setsu, but oh. Setsu, mm-hmm. you know, never entered competitions back then or anything. So mm-hmm. there's probably gonna be a really big focus with her. And then is it her brother? That is the one that beat Setsu's brother in the competition. That's earlier? what I understood it to be. Well, I don't know if they're brothers or anything, but you know, they have the one prodigy that's like, Oh, he's yeah. the next big thing. And I, I imagine that's who Setsu's going to face off against in the singles side. So yeah, I'm assuming that's who it is. Yeah, so hopefully one episode for each of those, and then mm-hmm. our well multi episodes. Pro, actually, I could see this going all the way through to the end of the season because this is only twelve episodes, right? Or yeah, yeah, it's twelve episodes apparently. Okay, um, so I could definitely see the tournament being the rest yeah. of what six more episodes then. So uh, yeah, six or seven. But I mean, I figured at that point, right? It's uh, it's a competition meant to kind of highlight like his grandfather's name, and this is where mm-hmm. he goes out and plays the individual competition. Uh, so I can see you winning this competition being like your starting point for your Shamisen career, I guess. Mm. So, um, yeah, I, I'd say it would probably end once the tournament's over. Or competition's over. Yeah. Um, and then... But yeah. Oh, God, I hope they bring back the original opening, though, because it just the show just doesn't feel the same. <laughs> I agree. You know, you it was very disconcerting. Yeah. yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, that's all I got, man. Sadly. All right, so we're gonna there for Mushroom Ultra. Then let's move on mm. to our next show. Let's talk about Shadow House. Because my God, this show never stops being creepy. Yep. Yeah, this episode was really, really good. I was, I was definitely on the edge of my seat, like watching with bated breath through the whole episode. <laughs> Um, I felt so unprepared for the debut. I felt just like Emilico, like, oh no, this happened so fast and we haven't prepared at all. Um, yeah, I don't know. What did you guys think? I mean, I was less, uh, I guess just the whole thing of like Mia and Sarah just really creeped me out. Like, that was the, oh, the when highlight. Oh, beat her and stuff? And... Yeah, that was the highlight. I didn't really yeah. care much about that debut. I thought it was okay. But like, just that scene is really like, was all I thought about this episode. Yeah, and, and also the, think, the judge too. The judge is so creepy. Yeah, Edward or whatever his name is. The eyes. Um, he's got a bad case of crazy eyes. Yeah, he's got some eyes that'll kill. You know, one mm-hmm. one one bad look from him and it's over. <laughs> um, no, I agree, with Taylor. I was I was pretty excited this episode of you know getting to the debut and and seeing you know mm-hmm. this very mis- mystery event that's been hyped up. You know, this entire season of like, all right, we're preparing for the debut. Like everything rides on this. And then they get into the debut and nobody knows like what to do. They're all just kind of like scrambling, you know, even the, the shadow Lords and their living dolls are kind of just like, you know, even the ones that we think, I guess that are more, I guess, pro- quote unquote prepared, they're stumbling. And I love the way that they use like the rankings where he had like the little uh, mm-hmm. shelves and he'd, you know, drop like the little uh, marionette like type dolls or whatever you call them. Um, but 
I really enjoyed seeing the different shadow counterparts as well, like earlier in the episode where, you know, we, we saw a little bit of um, John Patrick and, Sean. and Ricky. Don, yeah, John and Sean. The, John and Sean threw me off where uh, John, like, made Sean kiss him on the cheek or whatever. And I was just like... I, wait, I did know. he make him kiss him on the cheek or did he just do it on his own? No, I thought he did it on his own. Did he just do it on his own? It is on his own. Okay. Because, uh, yeah. It was more so something was of just like, was that, was that, I, was, I was like, was that a trained, like... Thing where you know we obviously Ron, don't know enough Ron about was, John and Sean. Ron was saying how like not even you know like mm-hmm. her, I thought her her master's name. She says she not even she doesn't even let mm-hmm. me like kiss her goodnight or whatever. So I think it's just like a thing that living dolls are expected Something to do. That they're... Okay, know, we never saw yeah. it with Amilica. Yeah, and the Kate, only reason I guess so... it threw me off is because the other thing with John is he was wearing the glasses, right? And Sean was mm-hmm. like, you know, oh, where your or John was saying, oh, Sean, why aren't you wearing your glasses? And he's like, well, we don't wear glasses. And he's like, oh, right, like that was something that you know I just did to be like unique or whatever. So John's definitely a unique shadow lord of sorts. And then Patrick, I could care for less because Patrick's <laughs> just an equal scumbag. He's... Like I think, Ricky, I think so. Taylor's the one to call him Jekyll Malfoy. He definitely has like the Jekyll Malfoy vibe this episode. My God. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he um, even looks like him. Like, yeah, he's tattoo. Like... <laughs> that right, the, the comb over and oh. everything. So, um, I really do like. I my one little tiny tiny gripe. This is and this is like not even a thing. This is me trying to find a problem. Okay, like it's so small. But like it kind of threw me off with John how like when we see the the interaction between him and Sean in their quarters, John seems pretty chill. Like he seems almost like a like a comedic character. Like to, he I yeah. he felt very laid back to me, and it seemed like he was really attached with Sean. Like he really liked him, and they got along. Um, and then when it got to the debut, I kept on getting thrown off because John was kind of coming at the arbiter, um, Edward. I think his name was right. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's kind of coming at him like a couple of times when Edward wouldn't give them like instructions for what they were supposed to do. He like called him out on um, only being a living doll, and he sh- they shouldn't be taking orders from him anyways. And it just felt a little bit odd to me since like Ricky and Patrick were right there, and they're kind of like the token assholes of the group. So it just Definitely. felt like I couldn't like get a read on John's pers- uh, personality. So that kind of irked me, but. That was it. That's like my first grade oh, of the season. I was going to say, I mean, I, it, that's, it just sounds like John is really attached to his doll. And I guess like, that's like part of it, that part of the chill personality, you say. And then, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I don't blame him for like being yeah. pissed off at the Arbiter because like, because I would be mad too in his position if he didn't know what was going on for like this important thing that they didn't get any instructions with. So. Yeah. Anyway, it almost... makes me nervous because I don't want him to get them kicked out or make... I don't want him to make yeah. them fail because he's being a jerk because I like them. <laughs> well, that's the thing, right? It's, it almost seems like Edward doesn't want them to, to succeed because, you know, he's obviously yeah. raised to this rank of, you know, not needing a um a shadow figure because that was something mm-hmm. that they had asked, like, hey, where's your shadow figure? And he's like, oh, I don't need that. Like, I'm a special class of living doll and all this mm-hmm. stuff. Um, And I think even specifically, there was one moment during the dance where... um ricky and patrick didn't seem to do anything wrong with like the dance they were doing and like edward like angrily like moved them down like a ring yeah and it's just kind of like just, you know I what was the rationale it. for that yeah it I was still... almost like they were doing too well and he was just like yeah. he's like how are you doing too well like that's not going to stand like i control everything and just like well, you know moved them down out of like spite the only thing i could think of was that there was a comment that somebody made about how uh ricky was almost the one leading patrick yeah. sometimes that's that's the only thing i think so okay. it's like is that, it's... What, that was kate right when kate was like freaking out and trying to see like oh been. they're doing this they're doing that and they're like okay how can i you know get a millico to kind of get with the program mm-hmm. so to speak yeah 
I'm so. glad that Kate was like not hard on Emilico. Like she was a little bit because I think it was a stressful situation. So like just in general, she was stressed out. I mean, out we, we can tell, right? Out. The soot was like constantly yeah. coming from her head like this entire episode. <laughs> but it wasn't like, but I like that we got to hear into her thoughts by the end of the episode where she was talking about how she actually really does like Emilico a lot. She likes that unique like personality trait that she has that makes her herself. And I, I thought that I really liked that because I was a little bit scared that this was just that she was like going to turn on her, I guess, a little bit or become mm. a little bit more unlikable or unrelatable I, as I a character. Too. Yeah. Um, so I was really pleased to hear the thoughts that she had because <laughs> I want to like kind of like support them as friends. It feels like they have a good relationship going on. And I want to continue to see that develop. But I could kind of see that turning to a conflict later, though, because like yeah. because a miracle is starting to, it's too much of her own person instead of mm-hmm. reflecting her on her shadow. So I can definitely mm-hmm. see that coming an issue later. Mm-hmm. So what what do you think is going to be like the the next part of this test here? Because, you know, with the episode ending, we have Edward leading all the shadow it, royals outside of the room so and locking sketchy. all the dolls in there. It's well because the the name of the preview of the next episode title is called the Sh- the Garden Labyrinth, so it just it just feels oh, like I didn't see that. I don't know. I don't know what he's doing with the shadow. I don't know why like he would put if they're gonna be put in individual tests or not, or or if it's like the dolls are just being watched. Mm. So, I wonder then. Do you think like the dolls may like the door may eventually unlock and then the dolls have to maybe find their shadow counterparts within this labyrinth? I just had, or I just had this bad feeling because like how um. Was it uh like Pat, Pat Patrick like was like he was being mad at at the judge and like he was saying you know why is this doll treating this shadow why is he treating the shadow like this and then he seemed it seemed like he put up for it a little bit but then like it just sounds like later when he opened the door like like he's it felt like he was so in control and it, it just felt like so mm-hmm. sketchy that like like he he's not doing it as like as a favor for them it sounds like it's part of like the the debut trial where well, I don't I don't have any good feelings about them mm. being separated and going to the, the garden. So yeah, no, I think the other last two kind of things for me is one I'm interested to finally see what uh, Rum's shadow counterpart is like. Where you know is she just really kind of quiet and soft spoken like Rum, and potentially it's a reverse dynamic where Rum as the living doll is actually the one kind of leading things along and gets, you know, the shadow figure to come out of her shell, so to speak. Um, and then the only other thing that I was going to update was when I was reading the um, Reddit thread for this week's episode, um, there was one gripe that I noticed pretty regularly surrounding the veiled dolls. Apparently, the way that they introduced it into the anime here was much earlier and in a different manner than they do in the manga. So uh-huh. um, it does look like there are some some liberties being taken. Um, but nothing yet that's been too drastic, but it was something that I did commonly notice. So mm. something to, well, I guess, keep in mind and hopefully not, you know, let it deter from our kind of enjoyment that we've been having from the anime. But it's definitely something I think when we talk later about Tokyo Revengers, it'll be kind of an interesting discussion of, you know, keeping things oh, true okay. to the source material. Um, I'll, I'll say too, um, uh, I wonder, I don't know, like, what the rule is for the debut like if it's made it sound like if you don't get it sounds like what there's only one person picked for the debut and then if you don't get picked your your dolls get eliminated uh, so yeah there we, was some there was some chatter was about that earlier. 
I don't know. If it's well, just it one. was kind of implied. It wasn't like, like said flat out, but it, that was the feeling. I think who was it that was talking during uh, that? I think David? it was Rum. Do you remember? Rum was saying how like, oh, we don't succeed here. Like this is just my last chance to be, be anything. Why bother? Mm-hmm. Like I could be friends with a miracle, but like I'm just we're just not gonna pass anyway. So I and I took it as if like, oh, are they just gonna be like thrown away if they don't succeed here the debut? Yeah. So I, I almost feel like nobody can fail. Because it's, like, so early on in, like, such a focused cast of characters. Like, unless the debut's going to last a little bit longer, like, a few more episodes. But yes, just, just going off the opening and everything alone, like, they prominently show, you know, these five different pairs of shadow figure just, living dolls. Like, I think it would be way too early to try to write, like, any of them yeah, out. Yeah, we just don't, we don't know the rules. But, like, because, but right now, like, Kate and Emilico, they're not doing so well in the debut. But I can't see Emilico failing and, like, and getting like replaced or anything so do we know if shadows can fail like can shadow lords be disposed of because honestly they don't seem to be treated Mm. all that much better than the dolls like they seem Uh, just as yeah that's a good question i feel like there is a different like ranking even for the shadow figure i just feel like they're like there's like you dream that like people sort of like how you went like dispose of you know if you fail the test you went like dispose of a person whereas like the doll is more of like a product, so you would just like I feel like you just throw it away if, you, if they fail, mm-hmm. and you get re- you get like a replacement mm-hmm. living doll to maybe debut again of your of your shadow. That's what I think. Yeah, I guess the thing is like we still don't really know like the scale of Shadow's house. Like they've mm-hmm. obviously alluded it's, to it being much larger than we know with huge. like Barbie and the yeah. Starberries. Yeah, exactly. So. Mm-hmm. it feels like a city like it fe- it doesn't feel like right? just like a house like it feels yeah. like a large community so. yeah it's almost like a a hogwarts i guess and i only mm-hmm. say that because like the the train that's at like the ending and like the whole thing that's in like the snow globe yeah. type focus well, and but... like there's so many living dolls i, I can't imagine to be like shadows for all of them unless it is unless that's why the house is so big because there's that many shadows that come... i don't think oh, there are shadows for each of them. yeah i was gonna say yeah. maybe you just could regulated to like the cleaning crew then maybe it's just like that sounds like a better life it, i'd rather just be a cleaner just like, do my cleaning and be done for the day like rum made it sound <laughs> yeah. so like made it sound so bad like if you don't get it made it sound she made she implied that it sounded like you get disposed of so i'm just going with what she said so i'm curious yeah. to see how the rest rum of the definitely knows more than she's letting on she's kind of serving as this character to further expose like the inner rulings of the shadow house so no, it's just, can we it's, go back to um oh, yeah oh, sorry go ahead no, no, you go ahead um i was just gonna say can we go back to uh, what are their names mia and sarah, sarah? yeah <laughs> what okay so did i see that right did she go in and ask her shadow master to beat her is that how that happened because she like basically like she I was reading more of like and she walked in and she's like i want to get better i want to learn more and then her master beat her right I that's think, i don't think it's just her willing asking i think she she expects it to happen. So I think it's, yeah, it's just happened so many like, times where it's like, you come back, it's like, all right, beating time. Like, it, words don't need to be like, said. That like, this is the relationship. It's probably, they... like, in the beginning, she probably, like, I don't know. What's the word? Like, she probably um, did it first, and then, like, like yeah, I thought that, which was who, but, like, the doll probably was caught off guard, and then, like, the the shadow probably, like, like beat her first and says, like, this is what you sh- should be expecting. And then she just got like, got trained in that way. So then like that's what she expects from now on. That's what I took from that. Yeah, I just realized we haven't talked about like uh, Luis and Lou. 
that pair. They're so cute. <laughs> yeah, where they're kind of like the cutesy, you know, <laughs> Luis is explaining, oh, your shadow should be, you know, like a nickname of yourself. So that's why you have Luis and Lou. And then, you know, her doing the makeup and stuff. And then, you know, she touches her and gets like the sudden. She's like, oh, no, like we have to redo yeah, well, it. So. It's like, like her, like Luis and, and like, and John are like, they're like the most normal shadow of all of them so yeah they're definitely a more a more healthy kind of uh relationship between yeah. the two but mm-hmm. i guess i was trying to think to go back quickly to <laughs> mm-hmm. sarah and mia um i guess this is the assumption then like when i can't remember either day which one's the doll or not <laughs> but when when the doll comes back and she opens her room and she sees like all of like the soot marks yeah. everywhere is the assumption and then, that like and now that stuffed animal ripped apart too yeah is the assumption well. that like when the doll <laughs> is gone like sarah's just like fucking up her room or is it that like even at night like she goes in there and she's beating the shit i don't know i I don't know like that's like part of the mystery is like what's the deal with the two of them like or why why is like why is the shadow so like like i like have so much animosity against this doll i can kind of see i feel like like, we're really only seeing the tip of the iceberg like the the, the scene we saw with her like beating the doll i can i can kind of see that as like as like this shadow really just treats her as like a product as a thing so i can kind yeah. of see where Mas- master and servant where is that where's like but the whole like mess up the room part i don't get that thing like i don't understand what's the point or what's like yeah her, right what's her almost like some, some jealousy of some sorts in a weird way but like taylor said definitely have only touched the tip of the iceberg and it's done a damn good job of you know really making you curious as to like what the hell is going on here mm-hmm yeah, I love this show. I like it a lot. Yeah, it's sad that it's it's still pretty low in the rankings. I know. I just looked else. at the score and it was like seven something. I was like, yeah. this show is like, I mean, okay, everybody has their different tastes, but for me, this is like uh, easily my favorite show of the. From, well, I, I don't know. It's this or Two Year Eternity, but I think I actually like this more than I Two guess Year Eternity. For me, it's like, I don't know, like it's just not my type of show, so I can understand like other people's. Like, I wouldn't rate it that low, but like. I can understand how um, it's not like yeah, everyone's cup of tea. So, like, I think like just the more psych- I think it's a, it's an interesting like dynamic for I th- sure. I think like of just like from, some people could probably find it too cutesy. I think like, the slice of life thing is just like it just like stuff. it doesn't fit in with me. Just like because I want to see more of the creepy stuff, but I just feel like fair. I guess I mean I know it's meant to like they're, they're meant to conflict with each other, the slice of life and the creepy stuff. But like, I think I think if I was reading the manga, it it'd be like. It would um like the creepy factor would sink in more just because like I feel like it's leaning too much on the slice slice of life, but that's just that's just my opinion. So I feel like the marketing for the show wasn't super fantastic. Like if Justin yeah. hadn't said that he was watching it, and if he hadn't com- specifically compared it to The Promised Neverland, I never would have touched this show because. Speaking of cutesy things, the second I saw the cute girls on the front, done. I would have passed on it just <laughs> from that. And then, like, number two, even if I did get to the PV, I thought the PV looked pretty, like, amateur. Um, mm-hmm. And then, like, on top of that, like, the slice of life tag. I don't see this as a slice of life at all, like, in any capacity. Because, like, if you were to see it, if you were to, like, again, compare it to Promise Neverland, there's times where they're just doing laundry or, like, playing hide and seek or whatever in that show, too. It gets less as the show progresses, admittedly, and they know what's going on. But, like, they had those elements there, too. But that is not a slice of life. No. And I feel but... like this one hasn't gotten as dark as that yet, but I feel like it's leading I up still... to possibly being that I dark. I still kind of see it as, like, supernatural slice of life. So. Really? Yeah. I, just, I don't know. I've seen, there's, like, there's plenty of, like, at least mangas where it's, like, where it's just, like, people living normal lives, but it's, like, in a supernatural setting. 
But even though there's a lot of creepy stuff happening here, so like it's half and half. So, but I can see like mm-hmm. I still describe it as, like as a half slice of life. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah. But yeah, we will see where we go from here. Quite yeah. a lot of the mystery. Yeah. So, so, so even though it's like. I'm not. I don't have it highly as rated as you guys, but I'm still enjoying the show, and I'm still looking forward to everything. And like, especially like the lore, like the background, and all this. Like, I'm really interested in figuring all mm-hmm. that stuff out. So, I'm really excited sure. for the rest of the show. So cool. that's gonna be it for Shadow House. Uh, let's move on to our next show. Let's talk about Vivi. Ooh, baby. Hmm. It's uh. Not like the time skip, guys. <laughs> yeah. Thought, yeah, this episode was annoying. This one was yeah. bad. I really don't like this new Vivi. Or, I'm sorry. I mean, uh, or not new one, but just the fact that there is some malfunction or like reboot. Or that just, occurs. Oh, dude. I think it's going to be basically like something to do with trauma from that, that kill or when that yeah, guy killed himself. Not. I think it's basically going to be something with that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. For if that, sure. If that ending of the last week's episode didn't throw Thurman yeah. for a loop, uh, I don't know what else would, to be honest. But... felt like this was just a waste of time. Like, yeah. Like yeah, almost agreed. like a filler. Like, why did you mm-hmm. have to reset it? Like, this in this. Yeah. Uh, it's almost as if, like, See, oh. you, you didn't want to do a, a filler. So you just, you just did this. <laughs> I don't know. The only thing that stood out to me that could feasibly be useful for the like going forward is uh, Mashimoto, like how he, how he really did not want to tell her who she was. Like he really just wanted her to like back off, and he wanted to like do the mission without her. Hmm. That, I mean, mm-hmm. that could maybe mean something, but um, that's the only thing I could think of. And then I guess whatever's going on with that other singer girl who wants to commit oh, suicide. Oh, Ophelia. Uh, Ophelia. Yeah. Like they didn't. Yeah. Even, they didn't even tell us like what changed since the last episode. Like what, like, like because usually they they, well, they, say, they, like, they hinted a little bit at like the metal float thing uh-huh. and how this uh this zodiac competition came about to uh, further relation uh, further oh, okay. grow the relationship between human and AI. I was gonna say usually yes. it's like they say like oh like AI has advanced this much because of what happened, but I didn't really get that sense mm-hmm. this episode. But I guess I was. Oh, I, I think. I think it might be because they're focusing on trying to get uh, Vivi back to how she originally was because we still haven't figured out what's happened in the time frame since she's rebooted herself. We don't even know the time frame, do we? Different person. No. Yeah, well, she's 61, so. she's 61 years, years old now, so Wait. it's definitely a, a long time. Oh, God. We what could they just told, man? Yeah. Fuck, man. Do, do we know how old she was when, like, the show started? The metal or? float? Oh. No, because she's 61, so it's like, that's how you tell how much time passed with you could probably tell. You just got to look at the year. You could go back. Because okay. the year was mentioned in the beginning. And I guess. Yeah. Like, small details here and there. Mm. Um, like, things don't really... I mean, like, the way that the time skips are, like, I mean, we have some technical, logical advances, but they don't really change that much in the world besides more of what the relationship between AI and humans, so... Yeah, I think it's, this is my first episode. I have not liked a movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Sorry, Justin, oh. go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, um, to refresh my memory, was the guy that um Vivi saw at the rehearsal mm. is that the same guy from last week's episode, the Toke? See, he said, he said he was no. young. He said he was, yeah, young. He was young. He looked yeah. young and he looked different. Maybe his so kid. I was like, Who the hell is maybe, this guy? Yeah. It might be his descendant in a sense. Yeah. I feel like it has uh, to be. Yeah. Okay, okay. So maybe we you, just you feel like it has to be what? Like who wait, who a is it? A descendant, like a, a son or, or something. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
that makes a yeah. lot more sense because I was like, if this was a big enough time gap, like that guy that she saved at the metal float that you know she's always been saving I, I, with all these events, like that guy's got to be old as hell. Yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah. like that that flashback was fuck way back in like the earlier times. Mm-hmm. When, yeah, on the first episode. And so I, I should have gone back and just like paused it to see that like quick flashback that they did uh-huh. do to be like, all right, who the hell is this guy? But no, that was something where I was just thinking like. What the hell is this guy <laughs> like man if it is a descendant like i would have to back you guys up now when you were saying that it's convenient that that tote guy always shows up and i was like right? yeah but i mean it works i understand no 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 if this really is a descendant and now he's constantly <laughs> showing up for these that's taking it too far <laughs> like yeah i don't know i, I don't like know really much yeah sorry what were you gonna say justin i i know i was just gonna say like it definitely the Almost like the weakness in the writing is starting to show. Where it's mm. like, we've kind of been saying, like, okay, we knew a few episodes ago, like, they're following this, like, you know, event, time skip, explanation mm-hmm. of what led to this next event, you know, time skip, blah, blah, blah. And we're just, like, doing that over and over now. And yeah, I, was, I don't know. I was willing to follow that for a while, but this one was just really mm-hmm. weak. Like, they just, mm-hmm. just, it was just a reset for no reason. And they didn't really build it up this episode. So that's why it just felt like a waste for this episode. I can't. I- I can't say their new personality too. Like I've never hated snapping so much before in my life. <laughs> oh, I didn't think it was that bad. Snapping? She's just very, she's very oh, diva-esque yeah. now to yeah. the core where, you know. <laughs> yeah. well, Jesus. I will say too, though, that for a show that's supposed to be about like singer AIs, I feel like the music in this show sucks. Like the only, <laughs> the only well, song that I like well, is when Grace has her song in the last episode. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it, it fits yeah. what it's supposed it's, to be. Yeah, oh it's so freaking generic. <laughs> yes, that is that is J-pop. It's, it's because, I, like, yeah, it's I don't know. or idol. Well, this is why I don't watch idol shows. I'm so. a little surprised, in the sense, at least from from Ku's feedback of, uh, I thought you would have liked this week's episode, Ku, just with you know having Ophelia, that is more of that kid character, and now it's like, oh, they're about to kill off a kid, and I know you said you adamantly hate when you know they bring kids into the equation and oh no 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 you maybe you... Wait, what kid, kid characters not kid ai sorry i i you know <laughs> hey it is what it me is for for treating ais as, as humans of course we can never we have that's what feelings we're trying to, too cool that's, that's what we're trying to prevent in the show justin come on give it the program <laughs> oh man <laughs> <laughs> you're just so intolerant boomer yeah. Because it's it's one of those things where it's like, uh, I, I guess for me, I feel like if they're too innocent, like they don't know any better, it's unfair, right? When it's unfair, that's when it triggers me. But when they're an AI and apparently she's like a pop star idol, she's really <laughs> yeah. uh Even her herself, she doesn't, I mean, I guess that's why she wants to commit suicide, right? Is She doesn't even seem to want to go on anymore. So if that's the case, it's it's kind of hard to, to feel sympathy towards a character, you know? Or, and then, or- yeah. Or, or, or she's supposed to have like the the feeling where like Vivi is so much better than her and like she'll never be like that good. Is it kind of like one of those things? That's, that's what I'm her? thinking. I feel yeah, like it's almost going to be that the reason for her suicide is because of Vivi in a yeah. weird way. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking too. I don't know. All roads are leading back to Vivi. Yeah, Vivi is not this great, you know, blue eyed, you know, character that just wants to sing for the world. I think again, you know the event that caused the mass conflict between human and AI, where they just go rogue and start killing everyone. I think Vivi's going to be very central to that. That's yeah. what I told Trenton last week. I was like, after, after she, she had like that malfunction after the guy shot himself. I was like, man, I think she's going to be evil or she's going to be critical or something. Uh, something definitely popped out like something, unnatural, something unnatural. I want to say unnatural is the word I'm mm. looking for. Uh, 
Yeah. Uh, and it definitely gives me the vibe that what if Vivi was like, I forgot the name. I think it was called Looper. Well, like what if she was the cause of everything? And then she sent someone back to kind of oh, re- repeat the process over and over, you know, like yeah. it's getting to this very cliched point of the story where you can kind of tell what's going to happen and that, you know, Oh, she was the cause of it all, all along, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think I think we've kind of mentioned him multiple times or multiple yeah, times where we, we did, kept thinking yeah. like it's gonna yeah it's gonna we, lead we, to something we did like that, that very early in this series. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It'll just be uh, interesting to see Matsumoto's involvement moving forward because it is almost like you know from this week's episode something did change with him where obviously whatever caused the malfunction with Vivi he was kind of just like all right I'm I'm not involving her anymore and it's like okay is it just because of the malfunction or did Matsumoto potentially learn more stuff about that malfunction where he's just like. Yeah, I can't trust Vivi. Like, I don't want to work with Vivi anymore hmm. so for some I have, reason. So I have two questions for you guys. One, do you think whenever Matsumoto disappears and they do this time skip, like, is he going back to the future to see how it played out, right? Like, what changes they made? And then the second question is, do you think that Matsumoto is evil, still evil, or is he turning a new leaf after everything that's been going on? I mean, uh, I believe that he he is just, like, he he's doing what he's saying, basically just staying out of the picture as much as possible just mm-hmm. to not mess up with anything more of the timeline because what we've seen of him he he definitely wants to like stick with basically with with whatever happens like he wants to stick with the timeline that or like that changes like where you know, uh, ai doesn't kill everybody so i i feel like because there's nothing that's really made me change like that belief in him so like hmm. in every ai movie it's always like it's always like the ai just follow the instructions they don't know what's good or yeah. evil so yeah so that's I what just, i think i just think like he just he just does he doesn't know yeah i don't see, see him anymore cold. being the divergence it's now much more obviously vivi <laughs> that's the one that at the beginning was very hesitant to diverge and now everything that we've been shown through all these episodes is her accepting divergence or, or going off the script in some way or another so I was just um just say too how like a lot of the earlier episodes like they did where they were they keep like um at least trying to tackle the the issues of AI about like if they have like like feelings or soul or whatever and this I was think this episode too just like we didn't get any of that so that's like yeah one thing I was like really interesting about the show and I was like yeah we didn't get any of that this episode so again just I keep saying it just feels like a waste. This was just yeah. This was just a bad episode. No, like, I, I just hate the new video. Yeah, I'm just gonna say this just as a, as a one-off and just wait for the rest. So yeah, well, I it's agree. gonna be a continuation next episode. Then hopefully they just get out of this and go back to like you know everything back to normal. Yeah. Mm. Is back this to normal? Is this twelve or thirteen mm. episodes? <laughs> as much as possible. Uh, uh, thirteen. Thirteen. 30, okay. Yep. So at least it's not too short. My God. Really halfway imagine, through. imagine it was eleven and it pulled off this shit. I mean, I don't have to throw <laughs> yeah. God. Uh, yeah, we'll see. But we other than that, though, yeah. I really I don't, don't know. Vivi, Vivi's grown too big for her damn britches. Because that's also <laughs> been something we've seen every episode. Every episode, she's always like getting bigger and bigger as a pop star. Somehow. Yeah, she got, somehow. Apparently, she got huge hey, this you time. Got, you got 60 years yeah. of build up, right? Yeah, she's no longer at you know the theme park doing her little side shows. Not, it's like, oh, now she's selling out. Band, yeah. right? You got 60 years of experience. Yeah, How long have we been doing this perfect. podcast for? Two years? We've just got like 59 laps. <laughs> oh, year and a half. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. All right. But yeah. I think we're going to wrap it up there for VD. So we'll see how this continues. Let's move on to our next show. Let's talk about 86. 
Oh, this is God. the show for me that's it's jumped up. I thought this show was going to be, you know, very trope, run of the mill, but this was a spicy episode. <laughs> oh my God. Aliens, guys. Aliens. That's <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I'm totally getting like alien AI vibes from this. Really? I wasn't going that route, but I was more oh, so just you're like. No, no, aliens, guys. Think about it. They they take the the brain of the dead people and they plug into the robots, and then they're looking for like these, like these perfect commanders, right? These shepherds, and like I can't think of like I think more of like zombies. How this would work? Zombies? All I could think of, Ku, the entire time you were talking about about aliens, all I could think about was the actual meme of the guy. No, everywhere. I swear. <laughs> All right, someone caught it. Thank God. <laughs> but no, I mean, if you really think about it, right, it can't really be zombies because it would have to be an intellectual zombie. And either it's, yeah, like, it's like a robot zombie. Robot They're taking zombie. brains yeah. of dead people and implanting them into, you know, their army. Into, like, so, the, the... A- AIs, I guess. Yeah, it's AI. I, I don't know. Yeah. 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 It's AIs. So, like, I'm gonna say aliens. So, <laughs> I thought this, I thought the way the episode was leading to, I thought, like, when he was hearing the voices, I thought it was gonna be like, oh, there's actually other people in the Legion army. So it is like uh-huh. both like both humans fighting each other. But then they said, oh, it's more AI. So that's what. So I I was wrong on that yeah. point, but I and still. So, oh, go ahead, Justin. Her, no, I was just gonna say not to completely go on a different tangent, but the brother of Shin, they said they're from the country. Yeah, they're from the empire that created the Gia- AIs, right? Yeah, yeah. Empires of like Giad or whatever. Yeah, Giad. Apparently, yeah. yeah. Did they specifically okay. say that, or did they just say that they were from a neighboring country? They said the Empire. That's of, what I'm trying to confirm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's what I had at least okay. remembered. Okay. But I also do remember your point, Taylor, when they were talking about it. It's like, oh, yeah, we came from, you know, this other country. Hmm. But, yeah, but I, yeah, I'm pretty sure he said, like, Empire of Giyad is where they're from. Yeah. So, so then I guess, like, the next thing for me at least was so like with with this big drop of information that you know there are now brains within these select um uh like units of this this giad army um i'm totally now in the theory mill that lena's dad is potentially one of these shepherds or shin's brother is a shepherd i think oh, it's definitely sure a shoe in that his brother I'm is pretty sure, <laughs> that was pretty I sure think more of the brother yeah okay. i think that we- I think Shin even her. knows that, right? Isn't that Shin? Isn't that what Shin's trying to do? Is basically get it yeah, back. That's, that's what I. Yeah. I think that's yeah. like, oh right, because he was saying you know about the body and trying to get it back, and he was mm-hmm. like, well, "What do you mean he's dead?" And then he didn't really yeah. allude to what what he meant. I don't think Lena's father is a candidate yet because you know if you can like you have to like uh, Shin can can hear the voices of these black sheep's right. Mm-hmm. So since like we haven't heard of his voice yet, I don't think he's a shepherd or like one of the black sheeps but maybe he's one of the guys that's further back like maybe he just hasn't heard him yet because he hasn't come close enough but but definitely for sure Shion's brother is uh, a black sheep or shepherd because at the very end you did hear his voice so oh i didn't even hear i didn't catch a detail i just remember the scene where he's he's at the locker and then he remembers the flashback where his brother is choking him and he removes the scarf that shows like the basically his head just chopped off or something he has this huge scar Mm -hmm. So, no, I I was super excited this episode with that, like, you know, big plot reveal and everything. And that got me fully back in because I just thought this is going to be your run of the mill. Like, you know, war is bad. Shit sucks on both ends. Let's work together to make, you know, a brighter future. And now it's just like, 
nope, we're taking human bodies, brains, throwing them in these damn things, and mm-hmm. we got a whole new, you know, yeah. tactic. The other psychological thing, warfare. The other big thing too is, is like how, yeah, like um, they have, they, the revolution, like there's this huge army buildup, so it's like they're so like the republic is so screwed. So I just like that's like another that just adds on to like the tension of like, okay, like like I guess like the eighty six knew this all along, but like no one at no one. And like probably just taking them seriously. So how are they gotta resolve all this? What's Lena gonna do? Is everyone gonna take her seriously? And just like, and now we just we have this. We understand that you know it's not gonna end in two years. Like everyone think it is. So it shouldn't clarify if all of the eighty six are aware of that because he's the only one that can hear the voices. I don't know about all so the eighty six, but it's like he knows it, and I'm pretty sure like everyone at his yeah. camp knows it. So. Yeah. Uh. I. Don't think with the way that with the way that relationships are between like them and Albus, I don't think like eighty six knows of this. Like mm. there's like they have the head so far up their ass thinking, like, you know, oh yeah, in two years this war's gonna be over. We got this. All these soldiers are gonna retire. Like if no one's like telling them, hey, they got a backup plan. They're not gonna die in two years. I think they're really just going like unless Lena and Shin does something. I I really think they're gonna be screwed after two years. Yeah, it almost seemed like apart from Shin, who, you know, now is gaining this, like, I guess, trust almost in Lena to reveal like the true knowledge that they have. It's almost like the 86 are kind of just like, like even Shin was saying, you know, all of the older generations, like they're dead. It's pretty much just children soldiers now. And they're pretty much just like, fuck, you know, the Republic. And they're just like, yeah, you guys can all burn in hell. So it's almost like, you know, they know these things. And to your point, like they're not telling them because they're just like. Yeah, fuck you guys. Like, we're gonna just, yeah. you know, <laughs> well, at the, it's almost weird because it's like at the expense of their lives dying first, they're uh-huh. okay with it because they know the Republic's just yeah, gonna get fucked because they're next. Mm. Yeah. So, just out of curiosity, Justin, are you liking Shin anymore? Because I know you were not a huge fan of I'm his like, character. I'm liking him more now. Um, yeah. I think he's still, you know, like, it's the typical, you know, like protagonist from the other side that just everything kind of revolves around him. And I think that's fine because, you know, it has to at the end of the day. Um, but I, I am really intrigued in like the relationship with his brother and specifically, you know, the events that are leading to his brother basically strangling the shit out of him and the scar and everything like that. I want to see what unfolds. Dude, if, if Shin turns out to be a ghoul, I'm going to lose it, man. Because with a scar like that, how did he survive? Yeah, that's what Even I'm wondering, he said right? like, oh, I'm already dead. I don't know how I'm still yeah. alive. So hopefully it doesn't go too far off the rails. But, I mean, the fact that they're taking brains and putting them in these things, like, anything's yeah. fair game now. <laughs> well, I mean, actually, if, well, he, if, he, if there, he was some sort of undead thing, that would kind of make sense with the fact that he's the only one that survived. Him, right? Or, yeah. So, Wait, oh yeah, I guess. Yeah. But Justin, yeah. are you saying like they're taking they're taking like live brains and like putting it in the machines? Is that what you think? That, no, that's oh, what they're that's, doing. That's, that's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. I, I, thought, they're I, thought, doing. I, yeah. like, I thought it was more like they just analyze the brain and they, they no. put it into like no. uh, oh well, okay. That's the so that's why the thing of why I thought Lena's dad might be a candidate because I'm pretty sure in this episode they showed that he died from being like impaled or some shit. And right. when Shin was explaining it, he was saying like they need a like perfect brain. It can't be a brain that's damaged in any way. Mm-hmm. so okay. that's what i was thinking i thought, I thought it's did. either gonna be lena's dad that they like took from that scene or it's gonna be shin's brother okay. that through somewhere right. or another they this, acquired his brain i thought this whole time it was, it was more like you just took a brain you analyze it in a lab and you upload it to like an internet or you upload it to like a machine and then it, like 
I thought it was like all digital. Back, but I'm, I'm pretty sure they need like, like they the may cloud. upload it, but oh, yeah, okay, sure, they, really. they need a brain. Yeah, yeah I don't need one. a brain, but okay. I didn't realize it was like the brain was in the machine. I thought it was like they. Maybe yeah, we don't know for sure. Maybe that could be part. Maybe we all just like thought. Goddamn, like psychopaths. Yeah, guys, aliens. That's all we need to know, guys. Yeah, where like it was like they they analyze. Okay, I need to look at the details, but. Imagine if this show is just related to psychopaths just, now. Just oh the, whole, the whole concept is oh, just so creepy. They got a facility though. of just brains, and then those brains control the entire army. <laughs> I gotta admit, like in, in the last five minutes of this episode, the plot became so convoluted. I don't know what to think anymore, to be honest. Uh, we we need like a few episodes for them to kind of explain how it works. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it sounds like there's a lot of material to work with yeah, with the because I, I, uh, I use says like yeah they're they're adapting the first like. The light novels are really well. Like they haven't really skipped much compared to like mm-hmm. other shows, which usually where everyone always complains about like things being cut out. Doesn't sound like that's what's happening here. So yeah, the, oh, the last happy. <laughs> the last thing I'll say for me, and and this isn't related to the story, but and maybe I just haven't picked this up, but have have recent uh, previous episodes when they do a transition into the ending song, are they mm-hmm. always transitioning like a still frame into like that like water painting style? I don't remember. I really liked it. I, I really think liked it once. Okay, I really liked it in this in this week's episode when Shin is walking down the stairs and you have the moon like outside the window, and then it just snaps, you know, right into the ending song, mm-hmm. and it has like that, you know, artistic impression of it. I'm just a sucker mm-hmm. for artistic shit. So, yeah, I think well they did done. that once before. It, <laughs> it did look yeah. really cool. Yeah, it's a cool way to yeah. build into it. Hmm. But no, I'm lo- I'm loving it. I'm 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 back in. It's shown me that it's not I'm, your normal run of the mill overpowered character is going to do everything. <laughs> I I really want to read the light novel, so I'm still a fan yeah, of the show. Because I stay strong. Because well, <laughs> not now, but it's like everyone keeps saying the light novel is really good. So like, mm-hmm. really curious. I tell you, what, if any of you guys do read ahead and it does turn out to be aliens, please let me know. Oh. <laughs> I just I just want to know, man. Because okay. oh my god, this whole. I got so many questions, man. I need answers. <laughs> that's, that's so oh. many. That's so many shows in general. Right. Again, no, this, this is the... this one in particular. This one in particular. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The only other small detail that I noticed was when um, Lena was talking to Annette, and Annette was talking about all of these uh, husbands that were being set up for her, and she had the very similar like pictures of them being crossed out, and that reminded me exactly of what we've seen of the '86, where you know they drew like all the figures of the commanders that they had in crossing them out. So just drawing mm-hmm. further similarities of like, obviously classism and like different kind of rankings is a major focus of the show, but they're really the same at the end of the day. And some of their mentalities. I do wish we could get rid of Annette though. I'm sick of like the groundhog day effect. Where, yeah. Like, the She's just there to be like, Hey, show. let's go show this cute, you know, new mm-hmm. baking here's, item here's that a, we have. Here's a pastry. And also yeah. don't care about the 86. It won't do you any good. Trust me. Like we just see that in every episode. It's like, oh my God, I get it. Yeah. <sighs> He's a, a super weak one dimensional character for sure. Well, it's just like when there's so much other plot happening, it's just like such a waste of time. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. All right. We're at there for 86. So we'll see. Yes. We'll see if Ku's questions will ever get answered one day. Yeah. <laughs> Aliens? We'll find out. Ghouls? No way. Yes. All right. No so way. let's move on to our next show. Let's talk about To Your Eternity. I'll just start off in saying this is the show that has really gotten weak for me, I'd say, with this latest week's episode. Yeah. I was, yeah. I was not a fan. I felt like nothing really happened. I just want to. <laughs> the only thing I'll Don't say. Don't take his job. 
Justin, the only that's thing the I'll say is like, uh, I forget the girl's name, Pan, Pan something, like the older older girl, like her falling so much in this damn show and not like getting injured at all, just like, just casually just fall down like how many stories, just get back up and fight the guard. Like, you know, just you, you, you felt, standing you, on a knife's you, blade. You fell off a you cliff, know? you got like, like mauled by a giant ass bear and now this, it's like, Jesus. Sorry, you muted, by the way. It. Yeah, I don't know. She felt different. You know? no, that's just easy, David. I mean, it's just okay. another month. It's just another Tuesday. All right, Strad, we'll leave you. We'll get mauled by a bear and then and then push off a cliff. We'll, we'll see how you survive that. Okay. Mm. It's okay, but it just it was it uh, was it just tuck and roll or whatever, and you're fine. I kind of feel like it's just not like the writing wasn't very good this episode. Like I didn't, I was okay with like not much happening. Like that was okay with me. Um, but what I wasn't okay with was like, I got confused a couple of times. Like, is the bear alive? Is the bear dead? Are they cleaning the bear for what reason? Are they bringing the bear back or not? How are they going to bring the bear back? Like everything with the bear was kind of confusing to me. And then like, then too, with the wolf, I don't know what else to to call it. Um, like when it turned in, whatever happened at the end of the episode, it's been a week. I already forgot, but whatever happened at the end of the episode, I couldn't figure out like what I was supposed to take from that. And so well, that's what I didn't like more than anything else. Well, the bear's dead. The bear's dead now. The whole thing when now, basically yeah. when the dog said, when uh, the wolf said, you know, thank you. It was basically like the bear basically, you know, saying it to the girl and then him being able to like, just understand, interpret and saying thank you to, to kind of March. I don't know if March actually took it that way, but he was basically just kind of thanking her for cleaning him up before he died. I'm guessing was basically you know, pulling out all the arrows and uh, hmm. everything else. When the wolf was saying like itai itai like the entire time, was he translating for the bear then too, or was it was it just because he learned no. a new word? I think it was a new word. Okay. Because yeah. it was during mm-hmm. that it was like the battle arena or whatever where he was getting stabbed. That's where he yeah, by the one guy that he fought against, and then he obviously saw that the other human felt pain, yeah. and he was like, "Oh, there's something yeah. new." <laughs> and then the, the thank you is basically then everything got thrown off. Then when the bear. Um, basically it said you know thanks i mean it could have been both right because uh, they kind of panned in on it when he said it hurts and thank you uh when uh fushi was in a room with the with onigoma in march so mm-hmm. it, it could be a thing i just feel like fushi's gonna turn into the bear for some reason or another i get that feeling too. the hell yeah. out of this place because the last yeah. scene the last thing where he said when he, he said thank you for the bear isn't that like part of the requirements like you have that that emotion and then when uh, someone uh, dies, stimulation, yeah, stimulation, intense stimulation. stimulation, yeah. yeah. Hmm. So yeah, I, mean, I, I hope he gets, yeah, I hope he gets that ability. Just fucking kill everybody. <laughs> I mean, it is one of his powers. So I would imagine it's a possibility. Yeah, we'll uh, see. I, I just I hate that one chick too. Who? Oh, the girl uh, that drugged him and everything. Yeah, basically, like, dude, she's just fucking like, I, she just needs to go away. Her character design is weird too. Those boots are bizarre. I can't get behind her. I don't know. I mean, it just doesn't make sense. She, for for a uh, for a uh, prehistoric girl, she she's kind of cute. Oh lie. yeah, from like the waist up, but the boots just don't make any sense. Like, hey, hey Taylor, eyes up here. For right? me, for me, it's the goddamn <laughs> shoulder pads. Have you seen the shoulder pads she's working with? Oh, I haven't noticed the shoulder pads. They're funky. <laughs> oh, now we want to complain about female armor. Okay, they don't have yeah, the most yeah, yeah. options. Okay, <laughs> just be glad she has something. God. Yeah, I just meant I'm just tired. Like just tired of her. Like she just needs to die. <laughs> Bye, bear. Wow. I don't. I yeah. think she's gonna be around for a while. 
See, this is another uh, talking about her though. Like that's another thing that I'm kind of feeling wishy-washy about with the show which is like okay when they first show up to the village it's because they need to take in a sacrifice for this for a deity and then that that happens but then like while they're traveling to the sacrificial altar Mm -hmm. one of them makes a comment where they're when they see the bear and they're like oh shit it's actually a real thing and i'm like okay okay that's fine because i totally didn't i mean it's fine if they don't believe in this own religion and they're just doing this yeah i don't know like I'm hoping that, you know, this next episode is is them going to be just busting out and then we get into, like, some other set of events. I, I'm assuming that's going to be taking place within this city. Um, mm-hmm. I just, yeah. I feel like the the strength yeah. of the show was just more, like, the world and just... Because, like, the first episode, like, it, it it took me in because I wanted to see... I wanted to see, you know, the wolf and then eventually the guy exploring, but it's just... We're just caught up in, like, the... just like the politics of like this village and like and and uh whatever like the mean what the the two regions min minna and like and yanone like like i just i don't feel it's so important to the story though i just i want to know more about like the main character so yeah i know last week i think me and ku were saying how unfortunate what it was that they showed like so many characters and things in the opening because then we kind of know what's to come Right. But kind of in an odd way, I'm kind of a little bit reassured in the sense that I, I know there's obviously going to be this much larger exploration that's to come. Mm-hmm. Because if not, then I would be kind of like, well, like where where are we going next? Because this, this episode was pretty much a lull. We're stuck in a, yes. a, yeah, we're, we're stuck in a village. And, you know, from the opening, we now know like, oh, there's about to be all types of crazy shit, like people with magic and like this other like weird dude. And yeah. you got chicks bleeding out of her eyes like. Mm-hmm. So that that gives hope, but possible time skip, I guess, with uh, <laughs> the the girl hugging what could be an adult march. I mean, who knows? Yeah, right. So I, I feel like there has to be some sort of time skip, maybe, just because otherwise, like Fushi's gonna evolve super slow. Like it's like we said, this mm. man knows Arigato and he knows Itai. Mm. Yep. He, he's a baby, and it's like if he's progressing at the rate of a baby, then. Either somebody's going to have to kick that shit into overdrive. Maybe, you know, Mark, who's, you know, saying that she's basically his mother is going to teach him things much quicker. But mm-hmm. I'm hoping they pick it up because if he learns this slow, it's going to be like, oh, man. Yeah, it's going to be rough. It's, it's kind of rough. Like, <laughs> like you're cool and all, Fushi. Like, don't get me wrong. You know, you, you stand up for everyone. But let's uh, let's pick it up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Again, this is, I don't know. Like, I don't know. If- you guys have felt like it was slow before, but I just took this more as a one-off. Like I'm still interested to see where the story goes. But to, no, to definitely. Ask you, if if I had to pick a next show to drop, this would probably be it. Just because. What? Mm, oh yeah, my god! The first, the first two episodes, I think the pacing was great. It felt very unique. Um, but from episode three onwards, it's just getting weaker and weaker. And there's not that many things that draw you in right i still want to know what's going to happen because of the opener right there's so many things that they have lined up for this guy apparently that i want to see how it progresses but to that point is how long does it take for you to get there right for you yeah. to get that payoff and as of right now it's 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 not looking so hot so well yeah we'll i think that was the big thing that i oh, go ahead if he's able to turn into Oniguma next episode, right, and they bust out, and then I think that'll be pretty cool, right? But I guess again, we'll have to see how it goes from there. It's going to be another yeah. low, but I just want to see more of the world. Like that's like the thing that brought me in. So 
yeah. I don't think the characters I think that was the thing where I don't think the characters are supposed to be strong in this show. So yeah, I went into this show like expecting a Kino's Journey type yeah. vibe, where like each episode was going to be a very diverse location and new set of characters. Yeah, and right. that would have been really cool in this regard. And now it's like, oh no, like these are going to be long-standing characters, and we're going to get you know maybe a few handful more that get introduced specifically in this land. And now that's kind of unfortunate in a way. So. I don't know. We'll 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 see. I'm kind of in, in Coos Camp as well. Like this show definitely dropped a, a good amount for me in terms of like the hype mm-hmm. area. So I'm I'm so invested, so we'll see. I mean that's why I'm still here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously the backing forward and everybody from the source material is like, it's amazing. So mm-hmm. I've, let's just yeah. you know I haven't paid that, see. but we'll we will see. So I think that's gonna be it for to your attorney. Let's go on to the next show. Let's talk about Tokyo Revengers. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so now we know how important Draken is. Uh, God, I don't know. Do you guys think he's going to be able to, like, is, is Takemichi going to be able to save him? That's what I want to know. I don't know. Like, I feel like he should be able to, but then I wouldn't be surprised if he's not. So it's hard to make a prediction. I must say he will. I think... I think I think that's the way the direction the stories are go. I think they gotta try to um to change the past dramatically. So I think he will s- somehow like like I think he'll be able to save or at least like get like get him out of the the area where he would be in danger. So. Oh, I don't know how he's gonna do that. They're apparently they're gonna fight against this other group called Mobius. Was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So it, it's I don't think as the vice captain of your gang, I. Don't think there's any way for you to back out of this fight. Like you have to be there. Okay. Well, and then like the bright idea that Takemichi had is, hey, I'll just be his bodyguard, even though I don't have any like useful skills. You're weak as fuck. Right. Dude, and then like, oh my god, I want to just punch the guy so hard. Right? How dare he cheat on Hina like that? <laughs> I don't know what happened, but it doesn't look so hot for the guy. But apparently, like the past, uh, I guess with how. How it I can't works. explain the time back. travel. Yeah, you can't explain yeah. it. Right? Apparently, he's kind of a dick when he's not like a dog. Right. So it's like, what what are you doing, guy? Honestly, yeah. Basically, learning Takamichi as he was was a dick and yeah. never really kind of seemed to care for Hina until these events in the future happen and he realizes, like, oh damn, I really did care. Okay, mm-hmm. I would like to. Sorry, I haven't haven't been here. Just hopping in now, so I don't know what all what all has been said. But one thing that I noticed in the episode was well, the girl that was hovering over him, the one that mm-hmm. he Emma. was yeah. Emma. Emma. Yeah. Um, it's she obviously likes Draken, so she it's it sounded like she had kind of like coerced him into that position a little bit too. Like I feel like it it's not necessarily just a case of like he was outright cheating on Hina. I'm yeah, trying to it, like. It did seem like it was a little bit. Uh... Of a back and forth, you know, she obviously wanted mm-hmm. that to happen, but it sounds like he didn't do anything really to stop it because I, I think he said something along the line of like, oh, you know, no kissing or anything. So he obviously must have brought up something in that regard. I mean, yeah. I think it's it doesn't really matter in the scheme of things much. But mm-hmm. um, what did you guys think of the whole introduction of the, the Tokyo Manji gang? Because this was the first, you know, real meeting that you get to see I where was, again, I'm having trouble you know, keeping, track, gathering. keeping track of all the names so i had to go through wikipedia that's okay. yep that's gonna I, be I literally, I mean, there's a lot like, of people yeah. like, i made a list of everything you, like you, honestly you're talking so to hard. the guy who i forgot dragon's name last week and now it's like <laughs> oh god 
They each have the first and last name, depending on their relationship with another character, they'll be referred to by either that first or last name. Then there's their alias. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Did um did any of you guys pick up on the censorship that was in this episode? No. The censorship? No. Okay. And I guess you wouldn't, you know, right? Since I'm the only one that's read the source material. But um specifically when the gang first arrives, um, the first part is they show the top of the motorcycle engine and they uh -huh. show part of the Manji symbol but they don't show the full part of it. So that's one part, because they don't want to show the Manji symbol because they think people are going to confuse oh, it yeah. with a swastika. And oh. the, the more the more blatant part is when um, uh, Takamichi and uh, Hina first show up and those two other gang members show up and they're just like, who the hell are you? Like, what are you doing here? If you remember the motorcycle lights that are taking up like half the screen, like across the entire screen, like very in like bright yellow. The reason mm -hmm. they did that is another censorship because all of the jackets have the wow. manji symbol on them and so my fear and it's a very prominent symbol mm -hmm. in the show and like takamichi and everybody is going to be rolling with these gang members for a while so i'm very concerned that like they're going to be doing very weirdly shot or like usage of light in certain scenes but i'm glad to hear none of you guys really like, i mean well, i thought it was odd that. but i thought it was supposed to like put you in the character's view of like how intimidating it would be when you couldn't see the, like the group mm, you have all the That's bike lights yeah they... But why did the author use that symbol? Because like when I was doing th going through these Wikipedia searches and I saw it, I was like, the fuck? Like, this is the swastika. I mean, it's it's really an odd choice. Uh, I think if but it's Manji reverse, is... it's supposed to mean something else. Well, is yeah, it? the verse is like, but... it's very, it's like, it's a holy symbol in Buddhism. So it's like, you see that mm -hmm. a lot in Japan. Like when you look up um, temples that? in Google Maps, it shows the Manji symbols, but then... There's like the cases of people like being pissed at like why there's swastikas in like my Google Maps, so. Uh -huh. Okay. So it's yeah, like yeah. So I don't know. I don't know, what, I don't, I don't know me, what, like... what the relationship is to the gang, unless it's like unless they're tied to like a temple or something or something religious. But I think it's, I think it's more beside the behind the sense of you know what Mikey had said in the previous episode where the reason that he's starting this gang is he really wants to carve out this place in life for delinquents to kind of call home. So it's almost like, you know, the unity of it and I think okay. that's more of the direct connection of the Manji symbol in the relation to like Buddhism and all these other things. Um but that was just something obviously I had noticed, you know, with that that context that I did have and Reddit was absolutely having a field day up in arms Lots with the censorship. They're always that was being like done. Yeah. They're always like, but, and, and it is frustrating because it is a big part of the show. So it's now yeah, the question, like, how are they going to navigate around this? And a lot of people actually are trying to write to the studios to say, like, hey, can you change this? Like, who decided that this censorship mm -hmm. needed to be done in like this manner? Uh, yeah, it's, it's like, I don't know what their plan is going to be. And if it's really not a swastika, then why is it even censored? Like, who started the censorship train anyways? You know what I mean? Like, And it's something so that? simple that could be fixed at the beginning of the episode. of saying, like, a just mm -hmm. disclaimer, like, hey, yeah. this is what this symbol is. It has no relation to a swastika. Yeah. And it's like, you as a viewer should be smart enough to be like, okay, cool. Mm -hmm. But it's like, there's obviously someone somewhere that's just like, oh, no, this is a PR disaster waiting to happen. And it's really unfortunate to the source material. I yeah. feel like with the way uh, society is nowadays, I can see why they'll be worried about even attempting it because if you have someone that's like very ignorant, right? Or they're just like not going to care to do this little research that they need to, they might just look at it the wrong way, blow it up. Yep. And once it's on the news, it's kind of hard it, to recover from it, that. Yeah, it's, it's, 
So, it takes the easy route for uh, sure. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know the full story, so I'm not. I don't. I'm not gonna say this was the case. Like, like people, people on Reddit, especially they're gonna blame. They're gonna blame like the American localizers, but also like Japanese companies. They're very like cautious about this sort of PR thing. Like they hate being with that, that kind of like that kind of like like having to like get the message and all that. They hate having to explain things like that, so they rather avoid it in the first place if they can. Yeah. So I can say either side, either like like the American organizers or even even like someone told like Japanese company like like this could be a problem and then the Japanese company yeah. like took it on themselves to do that because they didn't want to deal with with it'll issues, be interesting so. to see what they do because I've heard talks that like potentially some versions from like the uh, Asian side are going to be uncensored potentially moving forward. Um, and I agree totally to your point, David, like now it's, you know, on our coup's point of it's, you know, now in this anime format, that's much more widely accessible in terms of like the way that they're airing it. Mm-hmm. It just makes no sense because it's like, well, OK, the manga came out in Japan and all these places. They didn't do any censorship for that. So it's like, mm-hmm. why would you censor it something just because it's in an animated format? You don't do any censorship with the, you know, manga. Uh, I guess it's just the the audience. It's easier to reach a wider audience with with, with animes. I think they knew. Like, I think when they started the manga, they didn't right. like lot lot of manga authors. They don't. They think it's just gonna be Japan only, so they don't think about this kind of thing. That when mm-hmm. they made the anime, they probably realized it's gotta be like reaching a wider yeah. audience. So. I mean, I guess if anything, I'd have to go back and like the only other relationship that I can think of to like Nazism is like Helsing as a series, and I don't think Helsing did anything to like censor things around that. They're just like no. This is what it is. Like you're either gonna like it or you're not gonna like it. And right. for something like this, it's just an unfortunate Plus, thing. But, uh, um, there's like besides that, there's like there's been other times where like where Japanese companies are just surprised about the backlash they get by like by just it's like sometimes it just randomly gets picked up by like random news outlets and they have to deal with the backlash. And so it's uh, happened a couple of times in the past like ten twenty years that like that they are aware yeah. they they are aware that like this can go wrong. So. Yeah. Again, being cautious. And again, I, I don't, yeah, I don't want to so, detract too much. I think it's just something that I don't know. The I guess I'm gonna either, yeah, so. myself until it's like something like really blatant because I do feel like there were some other scenes that, from like a cinematography standpoint, felt mm-hmm. like very awkward cuts. Like one directly, and then we can talk about you know the rest of the, the episode here. But um, one directly is like when they're panning towards the stairs leading up to the shrine. Uh-huh. It, there's a very like awkward cut where like you know it's like zooming in and there's like music towards it and then it goes silent and then they just cut to like mikey at like the top of the shrine and everything where like i'm pretty sure in the manga the reason that they do that is it's like all the members heading up the stairs and uh-huh. they have you know like the swastika well not the swastika but the manji symbol and like uh-huh. that's something where like they just did a quick cut i don't know uh-huh. some parts just felt like very disjointed but I noticed that too, me. actually. I rewound and I was like, wait, what happened? Did I miss something? I actually rewound that part because you're right, it was awkward. And there's a part where like Mikey is talking and it feels like, you know, they're building up to this very epic moment and then it just kind of like goes quiet and it's still like focusing on his face and then it just cuts to something completely mm-hmm. like different. And I don't know, it just felt a little bit jarring. But uh, uh Well, for me, it like it didn't bother my viewing experience whatsoever. Yeah. So I, I guess I wasn't paying as much attention, but same here. Uh, yeah. And I think that's good because Sasha, you know, when I asked him, he had the same exact kind of viewpoint as you guys. And I guess it's it's me now seeing the unfortunate side of knowing like, like the source material. And now it's like bothering my experience of the anime. It's like if you didn't know it, mm-hmm. that's why like you didn't like you wouldn't pay attention to it. It's unless we get to that part later where it does become like very latent. But in this beginning mm-hmm. part, like we don't know anything about it. So like, mm-hmm. yeah. 
for sure. They don't like they don't like um, hint it that like it's very important. Besides just the name Anji, so the like, only the only part that bothered me was at the beginning when they basically said like, oh, why don't I just tell her that um that basically. <laughs> And, and then, oh my god, like, oh, you're gonna take the easy way out? And, and then he basically was just like implying that she won't even believe you. I was like, bitch, he's fucking dating her. Like, I, I was like, yeah, and then dude, he basically just told her, brother, brother, brother. You guys are so, yeah, like, I love how Naoto's explanation was just like, oh, the only reason I believed you is because I was into the occult back then. I was so fucking, like, I was just like, oh, like, honestly, the like, more you guys pointed out, I'm just like, man, like. I must have okay. just breezed that over that when I was reading that. the original yeah. manga. I kind of feel like I actually liked the fact that it was in there because I kind of felt like it was like tongue in cheek. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I feel like they know I that know. anybody that reads or watches this is thinking that. Yeah, I know, right? The reasoning was just fucking terrible. And then honestly, I, I couldn't remember. I, I didn't really remember what happened the rest of the episode. Like that, that shit triggered me so hard yeah. uh, that, that I just it, the rest of the episode was a blur. I felt like really? it was. I, I felt yeah, like well, it was needed. Like, that was so perfectly placed. Yeah, I thought it was really it was, good. It was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. The second half was strong in the sense of I completely forgot. Like when they're introducing, you know, why the Pachin is upset with the Mobius gang is because you know the friend's buddy's girlfriend got beaten and raped and all these horrible things. I don't remember it being like that brutal and graphic of like the explanation and then the whole scene at the end you know where uh mikey and uh draken go and Mm -hmm. visit you know the girl and the father and mother come in and they're just like Mm -hmm. you know completely devastated and reaming them for dragging them into that world and mikey you know originally not understanding that and now really seeing the relationship where draken is the heart that mikey you know doesn't really know how to kind of utilize i guess he's very like singular dimension but there's right. reasons for that that will come <laughs> well i mean like they're also like middle schoolers so i can see why like mikey's like naive <laughs> in that way so yeah that's the other thing you feel like it's kind of this crazy should be older in sense. yeah should be older. like they're just middle schoolers and like well, all this that's, shit. Yeah. that's what i was saying like when like they had that the, the delinquent gang in the beginning it's like the kyo misa whatever or, like you're supposed to be like like a third year middle school student okay yeah He's supposed to be 14, 15. Yeah, it's whatever, man. Makes sense to me. Yeah. I mean, I've always found, like, gang representation in anime and manga specifically <laughs> to be pretty freaking weird. Like, I don't know, a lot of gang stuff here, like, if you'll see media about it here in the States, a lot of it has to do with, like, drug trafficking. You know, they kind of spring up around those types of businesses. But, like... Okay, we could we watch that one show? Oh, Ikibukuro. We watched Ikibukuro. <laughs> or like which like they were ballet that. dancers who like helped their community. Like, I don't know. I just couldn't understand. Like, what about you makes you a gang? What is your purpose? I don't get it. And then even like Fruits Basket, for example, like the main character's mom had been part of a gang when she was younger. But like all they did was skip school and like hang out. <laughs> but like, they were like a gang. Gangster boys. There's this one, and I—I I mean, I—I I don't want to say it's a good thing, but like when I did hear that there are actual things that happen with other gangs, there's like turf wars. I haven't heard a reason yet, like why they all exist, but I mean, at least they're acting like a gang, I guess. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, but the fact that they're all middle schoolers, eh? What? It's just added. I mean, whatever. At least there's like a reason for what they're doing, I guess. <laughs> sure. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Uh, yeah, I don't have much yeah. else to say. So, 
I'm really there for Tokyo Revengers. Hopefully, mm-hmm. hopefully Justin doesn't go too crazy from. No, I, I'm obviously gonna try to keep myself more reserved for. I, I'm sure this was the first time. You know, obviously, it was pretty not blatant because obviously for you guys, none of you notice it and wouldn't notice it as a first time viewer. But hmm. I guess that's good. I'm I'm happy to see that the show is still going well for people that are animated. Uh, the one thing I want to say is like, man, I was hoping that like something will happen in the pre- some like someone would have like done the thing where something inexplicable happens and they say, Oh, obviously because he went time traveling in the past, I wanted to like say some sort of joke with that, but it didn't happen, so I missed it. Like well, I feel like they're not gonna do that. I know. I mean they already they already kicked off one of the, the plot holes with that joke in the beginning. So I'm sure it might come in later as well. Maybe. Could be. Could be. Yeah. But that's going to be it for Tokyo Avengers. Let's move on to our next show. Second My Hero Academia. Oh, I called it, boys. Two episodes per match. Oh, man. All I'll say, best part of the episode was... um, Oh, my God. What's a Shoto Endeavor and him being upset that Shoto wasn't responding to his text messages <laughs> oh, and him just being like a complete dad moment. That was the pinnacle of this episode for me. Everything else I didn't care about. Agreed. What? <laughs> totally you agree. think was like badass when Lita had to pull out his own mufflers to. Oh, oh, oh yeah, that part too. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those two parts. That's Those two parts. Oh, oh, good, dude. I mean, apparently he's he's half half man, half car. Yeah, that was. Uh, like, oh, I gotta make sure my 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 fuel consumption is like at a minimum, and now I gotta put my output at at like max. And it's like, it's, this guy must be like half man, half car, because that shit doesn't make sense. Like, even if it's a quirk, like, how does that how does that work? Man, man? just growing mufflers out of his legs. Yeah, like, how does that work? Oh my, mind blown. Mind. Yeah. Like, God, it, it sucks more too when um at the beginning of it we're like, oh, we're gonna take like a like a was it like a two hour like uh when they when because they, like they had to like move like where they were doing it because everything oh, was like trash break oh, or... yeah. yeah they were they, basically they were having, taking like a break i'm thinking like motherfucker like we're going slow enough we don't need like a break like for this stuff <laughs> yeah it, was, it's just like please just just get through this i was trying i was trying to pay attention because my boy toroki was in this round but he didn't really do yeah, much either so they're they're losing to trash too at the way by the way yeah. Uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll it looks like Todoroki might know Prominence Burn or uh, something like that. Yeah, some sort of that, new move, some secret move. So we'll, we'll Dude, see. They're, they're losing to like a cow chick with like boomerang horns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Why are these people here? You need to just go away. Like, hey man, uh, she's just a chance. <laughs> she wants. She wants that. Okay. that 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 exchange, Japan exchange student life. All right. Oh, she's she should she should be basically like in whatever class that uh that Shoto's in or not not Shoto um Shinzo is in because oh. yeah it's it basically like like I'm pretty sure Shinzo could beat her like like even way back like way back in the day and then yet yeah, somehow she's still like ranked in a higher class than him what the fuck? Oh, so threatened then you were complaining about the mushroom girl last week but horns is horns is terrible than, horns is actually yeah. horns is worse yeah it's like, really bad it, even i was like you've got to be fucking kidding me still still <laughs> my, my least favorite though is the comic smash guy like at that the dumbest fucking quirk in the world like no no he's not that bad there's he's like a thought that, that went into no, it it's kind of not, unique she like, just has horns okay see out. okay 
the thing is, like, I'm trying to speak, like, I'm trying to bring in like logic into a fucking hero <laughs> academy with quirks, where basically it's like you just like yell comic words. It's like, okay, sure. How does that actually work with the chick with horns? Sure, but it's like you know, I've, I watched Digimon. You know, they, they shoot <laughs> horn off and it grows okay, immediately. That's your whatever. logic. That's my logic. Yeah. <laughs> the not, fact I'm that not, the I'm fact not, that the girl with the horns doesn't bother you as much as the comic guy is kind of surprising because that shit makes less sense than the comic book. Oh, I mean, yeah. like, like they both like I hit them both. They're both at like <laughs> they're, they're, they're both at like ninety nine, ninety eight. I'm not like, gonna lie. I kind of tuned out whenever the comic guy was on screen, so I actually don't know what he does. But but what he could have had for a power boom. is he could have been like that guy from Jujutsu Kaisen. Like when you talk, you know what I mean? It's like a spell oh. almost. <laughs> Not as good. He's he's the bargain the the, the bargain. Some he's, he's, he's like the dollar store variant. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, man. <laughs> nah, that's like it's like oh yeah, okay. So <laughs> I know we didn't have Brian on last week, so oh. Brian, where where are you at with this season of my hero so far? Man, fuck this season, man. <laughs> I, honestly, this is like, what I'm thinking, right? Like, like <laughs> if you're gonna be an anime only watcher. I would 100% so far just mm-hmm. let the season finish and then binge it all the way through. Yeah. And, yeah. and then yep. get to the next season. If yep. you are if you don't care, just, I'd honestly just... I'm really hard considering just reading the rest of this like, season and then just waiting. Like, like I was so triggered last week, Brian. I didn't even reach out to you. I was like, there's absolutely no <laughs> point. Like, like, I, I, don't know if you to, I don't know if you listen to our bit, but holy fuck. <laughs> I didn't think like uh, Hero Academia could get any lower than that episode. Uh, this isn't much better, but it's not good. I mean, this is definitely we're a step up. I'm not gonna lie. I know we're just like. <laughs> uh, so we're, are we done with my hero? Because like, I'll be real. I think we have at least four to five more episodes of this. Oh, if I had God. to be like, oh, generous. No way. okay, cool. Well, like, like, we just like started the one with um, Ida and Todoroki. Yeah. And, and then, then we, we have we have Baku and then we have yeah, then we have Midoriya. Yeah, yeah. cool. When you when you say so step up, man, I just think of like episodes, probably. But, but they get better. They're better than what we're watching. Yeah, now. yeah. Like, the later because, fights are much better. Yeah. Like, Listen, not, I'm gonna be honest. Any fight is better than this shit right now. Okay, <laughs> I don't care when or what it's been, but any fight is better than this shit. No, but but like I said, like c- compared to like the last two or three episodes, uh, there wasn't really much hype, right? Maybe it's because it's not characters that have been like given the limelight as much as others, like say Divisible Girl or even uh, Toku Tokuyami, right? Uh, they haven't they've been kind of cast aside, so there's not much emotional attachment to them. But you got like main hitters like Todoroki and Lita, and the fact that you know they're they're showing these flashbacks and showing that there's a potential new move that's on the way. That gets you a little hyped up, and it's characters that you kind of care about. So maybe that's why I feel this way. Oh, I mean, there's, I don't say, I still don't think there's going to be an episode any lower than the one <laughs> the week before this one. Mm. That yeah. one, I think, is by far as as bad as you can possibly get. I mean, and, because uh, yeah. this one, like, at least you said, cool, like, you know, it's Todoroki. We, we well, at I least mean, have, uh, at one. least, like, like, mm. like, Tokiyami, like, at least, the, like, his character got developed. So that was nice, but let's just, like, everything else was just, Brief, but you left. But in the end, you still lost some mushrooms. So you know. <laughs> hey, man. I shred. Yeah. To be honest, I feel like you lose the mushrooms too if you start choking on one. Okay. Yeah. That show is so triggering. I was sitting here. I was like, "What the fuck is this shit?" 
Yeah, they just choked on a mushroom. Dude, those mushrooms in the dude, guys, you guys don't understand. Those mushrooms in his lungs, okay? That's crazy. Give her kill, kill honestly. It's yeah. like mold and shit. Kill you. Oh. The dumb thing about this is like class B has to resort to like willing to kill a person to win. <laughs> class A is like restraining themselves the whole time. So like it's not even fair, right? Like imagine. Another Naruto reference, but imagine <laughs> this is like Naruto versus Sasuke. Like Sasuke is fighting to kill, and Naruto is fighting to save. Like that's the handicap that they have. So it's really unfair. Like if they really wanted to, like the last fight, the the, the naval guy could have easily killed them all for laser beam. Like uh, <laughs> Momo when she made her cannon. Remember yeah, they were like, oh, just mm-hmm. blowing them all the way. Like Tokuyabi easily could have just strangled and killed everyone when he went berserk. <laughs> Right, mm-hmm. and an invisible girl. I don't know if she really wanted to, she can go Assassin's Creed, pop up behind someone, just stab him in the back. Right, like <laughs> if she really oh, wanted to, right? If, if class A really wanted to, they easily had to fight in the back in all the matches, but because they're, mm-hmm. they're heroes and they're trying to like subdue their opponent, while class B is just saying, you know, fuck it, I'm going in, I'm going for the win, like it, it's it's not fair. So it, it's well, kind of hard to judge. And they referenced it this episode too. And they were like, oh, Todoroki came in with just the ice. He could have come in with the fire, but like, how yeah. do you control that more? So, right. So it's been a pretty consistent theme. Mm-hmm. The invisible girl just needs to come in with the invisible bat. <laughs> people, people give her so much shit, but I feel like her ability is actually pretty good. <laughs> like, being invisible well, comes with a lot of perks. It's good that she think. just doesn't do anything. <laughs> <with> <laughs> Yet, yes, I will always yeah, support. Exactly. So I, that's why we I, I will, she never will be either. <laughs> oh I will always God. support Solar Flare. Like, Solar like, Flare will always be top tier. Like I was telling Brian earlier, right? I don't care if you're immortal. If you don't use it to its full potential, you're still useless. You could be an immortal stone, just be laying there for thousands of years. Who cares if you're immortal? <laughs> if you don't do anything, that power doesn't do anything. You're still weak. You're still useless. So that's the invisible girl right there. She has so much potential, but because she wants to be a hero, she's useless right she should be a villain yeah she should be a villain she should be an assassin she should be like you know like a a top tier villain honestly right you know so it's just i don't not everyone should be a hero just just saying (laughs) (laughs) i agree you know (laughs) i do think sometimes when i watch these that like when i see these people with just absolutely ridiculous abilities i'm like okay fine i can see that like the author wants to get creative see like how you could make something powerful out of something that seems weak but sometimes I'm like, would UA really accept them? Like, we can barely get into, like, any colleges or something, like, here in the States. <laughs> like, would UA be, like, the top tier? This is the Hogwarts of superheroes. Are they really going to be accepting Comic Guy? Like, I mean, hey man, as long as we don't group boy, I think we're fine. Dude, there's it's the drive, determination, and just how much you want to win, you know? <laughs> right? They, they That's why Mineta's there with his little great Oh, balls. God. Nope. <laughs> That's yeah. the drive. Okay. He's got drive more than anyone else. <laughs> Different reasons. I'm doing one of those TikTok top ten most hated character PowerPoint presentations with certain sister, and Mina does on our list. He's definitely on there, he's like still, number one. He's such a good character. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. He's enlightening so many people. I mean, another highlight for me this episode i couldn't help it but when those two characters started speaking english i was dying of laughter because all i could think about was david and him my favorite. <laughs> when i fast forward to my that, favorite yeah, when i fast forward 
I love it. I was dying so hard. I was like, oh man, David just loves this episode right now. Yeah. Like, I knew it was coming because like, cause, cause the fucking transfer student. So I knew they were going to put it somewhere. I was, <laughs> I was waiting for it. And then when I heard it, I was like, okay, there it is. Fast forward, fast forward. <laughs> oh, I love this show so much. Yeah. But yeah. again, everyone just, can go in a coma for about four yeah. weeks. Like, and then we'll get to the good again, stuff. Again, I'm just it as like a shonen. So I just. Waiting till, you know, till later. Although it's weird because all shonens have their lulls. It's weird because Hero Academia was like actually like it was the one of the exceptions where it didn't feel like it had the lull that other shonens did. It felt like you could be consistent every week. It's like the first time it's happened, so it it feels really weird. For so, sure. No, but just a reminder that it's to me it's just, it's just a shonen, or it, I guess it's fell to the shonen tropes. So. <laughs> So, pretty frustrating when there's shows like Promise Neverland that just get completely like rewritten. The manga is already done, finished, pretty good, and they're just like, "Fuck the manga, we're just gonna go our own way." And then you have something like Hero, where it's like, I can't really imagine that anybody is like, "Man, this is my favorite arc." Like, I am so yep. excited to see this. This contributes so much to the plot. <laughs> they still animate it frame like, for frame. <laughs> yeah, two episodes per fight. They're like, "We're going all in on this. We're doubling down for no reason, and everybody's gonna hate it." We're this. This is just showing us showing our dominancy over the shonen thing right now. Yeah, I got nothing more. Yeah, I actually have nothing to say in these. In the second well, guys, so. next week, guys, next week is gonna pop off, right? We got Fire Blast coming from Todoroki, and then we got apparently Lita with his turbo mode enabled. So and then we oh. have halftime. Then yeah. we have the recap no. episode. You gotta remember what happened in the first three fights. Yeah. Oh, Even though we get it every single episode we get at the beginning. It's so annoying, yeah. <laughs> it's getting bad. Uh, anyway. All right. Yeah, that's we're, it. We're and all our sufferings here and there for my academia. <laughs> so that's it and that's that's the end of our main show so open the floor everyone wants to give any shout outs uh cool i just wanted to bring one shout out for uh next uh next gen R- uh, rpg full dive. Live rpg yeah because yeah, uh justin dropped it yep mm-hmm. uh he's out and then i was wondering uh i'm trying to i was trying to remember what happened this episode <laughs> to explain it to him but i i couldn't remember Oh, so basically, uh, he's back in the game, and then he's trying to figure out uh, how to get back on track with the story. So he went to go back and talk to the uh, the other guy, the one that killed oh, him. Right. Uh, oh, right. And, and apparently he robbed him, so now he has some money. And then uh, he went to go buy smoke bombs, and apparently the, the shopkeeper NPC was kind of a bitch. She kind of extorted money from the kind guy. Of. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if she's an NPC or not. So that's kind of weird because she's kind of she has like a special model, I guess. She's she's an idol slash shopkeep NPC. Mm. So I'm not sure how that really works. Yeah, some bullshit, man. Yeah. And then at the very end, he goes back to the shed to get a sword because there was a sword there. And uh, turns out that uh, the girl, the the apple slicer from hell, uh, was waiting for him the whole time. And apparently, when she was going to stab uh, the MC, uh, the the interrogator came in to save him for some reason, and that's where it ended. Hmm. Uh, so yeah. it's getting a little bit more interesting, but uh, I wouldn't say it's worth coming back yet. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, especially for like how much he he basically like got took all the dude's money via two smoke bombs, and then none of them even came in handy because, of course, with smoke <laughs> bombs, he had, a he had he needed a lighter and he didn't have one, so he just threw it at him. Oh god, yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty bad. Uh, so, the, but, so again, he's poor. 
I mean, I don't know. He has a sword. He has a sword now. So once he, if he survives, and he's going to have another like party can member. You, apparently, can you use it though? I mean, come on. I mean, maybe. <laughs> eh, okay. Um, but yeah. So if you guys like uh, like shonen shows, like uh, you know Dragon Ball, whatever, uh, I've been watching a a show called Dragon Quest Dies Big Adventure. You're apparently, it's a remake. That? Yeah, oh, yeah. So it's it's actually a remake because apparently it. It aired like 10 15 years ago but this week's episode was like crazy good um don't really want to get much into it but there was a couple of crazy fight scenes it's kind of when the mc like hits the pinnacle of his power and he's able to utilize his it's been running for like a while though hasn't it since like what fall or winter yeah it's a while yeah. back yeah, i think it's like episode 30 yeah. 32 right now or something like that so it's been ongoing but this episode is so good i recommend if you guys haven't watched like any of the dragon quest uh animes and you like shonen uh animes in general i like seriously want to say give it a watch it's uh, i think going to be like 52 53 episodes oh my god uh, but it's it's really good like it, it brings back all the old cliche tropes of like a shonen anime but it does it so well and like the animation is pretty good too, so uh, I would definitely recommend that if you uh, have some time. I think it's like I've, it's hard. It's always been hard for me to follow Dragon Quest stories, but I don't know. I'm, we'll see. I'm, I'm already curious. With. I like Dragon Quest. I feel like I, you know, obviously like the Dragon Ball series and everything. It's the same author, right? Akira Tori- Toriyama, Toriyama also does the Dragon. Yep. yep. So Probably. for me, I feel like what I would think if I was to watch it is I would keep on thinking about, like, Dragon Ball, like, references or designs. Because doesn't the character kind of look like Goku? Or, like, I mean, a that's younger version design of, like, in a general, girl? So. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, yeah. So that's why it's, like, I'm kind of, like, stuck in this singular view. It's kind of like Fairy Tale and Eden Zero. Like, I would only, if I had, I would choose one. I wouldn't watch, like, everything, because I'd be, like, everything's actually, the same. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, I don't know if actually Toriyama did the manga, so I need to check on that. I think maybe he just did the character designs. I think he did the designs, but I don't think he actually did the story. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I have a shout-out, too, actually, if we're ready to move on. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I watched, I caught up to Joran, Princess of Snow and Blood. And actually, it got pretty good. Like, I mean, at least as good as like half the shows that we're talking about each week, I would say. <laughs> um, it's definitely be- way better than Hero right now. And um, <laughs> that's, that's what the bar you use. Okay. 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 I would say it's it's better than Bakuten, but less less good than like, and probably like on par with To Your Eternity. So like, my biggest issue with it is mostly like stylistically it's just a little bit different i don't love the style some people might but it's a bit different than what you might expect um additionally like it's just kind of confusing they don't i mean and there's a lot of historical period political information going on and they really do not spend any time explaining any of it to you at all so there's like the subplots that all the characters are wanting to do like their own objectives and that's pretty clear you know like they explain that well but it's just the period that they're in and how they're involved with the setting politically that's very confusing so i've had to look up some background information you know threaten help me out what period is it i don't i don't remember is it okay never mind okay I, I don't like, know. maybe the shogunate like the bat like around that oh, time maybe Meiji? Yeah, Edel or Meiji? Okay. Yeah, I thought you said Meiji before. Meiji? Yeah. Um, Meiji's, Meiji's basically Ronin Kenshin. Time, mm-hmm. so. yep. 
Yep, that. So that get, got that that aspect was pretty confusing. But actually, the characters are like they've got a lot of dimensions. I've started to feel like emotionally attached to several of them. Like stuff's been happening in these past few episodes, and I would just recommend it. It's just a good anime and like good, not great, but good. You know. Hmm. Well, Barrett. if I drop VB, I'll definitely give it a watch. <laughs> drop VB, my God. Don't worry, we got, we got better than Hero. That's, I guess that's all we need. Mm-hmm. I have no other shout outs. That was it. Did you watch uh, Shaman King this week, Sretton, or no? I did. What okay. did you think of this week's episode? Uh, I mean, the snow, I mean, the snowboarder person was, was, was that fine. Uh, as, as much as you, I mean, it's it's like typical kind of like uh, you know introduction of a of a main character in the in the for the main party. Okay, <laughs> his ability, uh, I mean, uh, interesting. Um, I also kind of the the part that I actually did laugh out loud was when uh, the that that guy's sister actually came by to to grab him, and he basically was just like like in a sense like j- just about to like like beating him up, yeah. and then and then Yo was just like, oh man, I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, you too, because so, uh, you know he just gets beat up by his future uh, wife as well. Future wife, the yeah. yeah. They're both uh, balling to their, you know, respective others in that sense. Um, I watched it this week. I'm still keeping up with it, even though you know I watched the original series. For me, I felt like the fight wasn't as well done as it was done in the 2001 anime. Oh, really? I felt like there's a lot more style and grit that you just get from the older art style, and I feel like with the newer, more like clean and glossy art style. You don't really get that kind of feel. Um, The other thing that I didn't yet check if it was in the original, but I swear in the new version for this week's episode, when uh, Horo Horo and Yo are back at his place, Yo's straight wearing like a pot leaf on his t-shirt. And I was just like, I was like, what the (laughs) fuck was this in the original? Like, there's no way, but it's just like a blatant like marijuana leaf. Like, I think they were trying to go for like a four leaf clover, but it just straight looks like a marijuana leaf. And it's funny because it's fitting for like Yo's personality. It's yeah, like, that's what I thought. Hey too. man, peace and yeah. love, man. Spirit King Yo. <laughs> hey, so, hey, you know. Don't you dare disrespect my guy with the hippie, like um, uh, the hippie personality, right? No, Yo, man. So, <laughs> send it past that mark, all right? Do you know what he was wearing originally, Justin, or no? No, that's why I said oh, I have okay. to go back and look that's and like see if it was 20 like years ago. I know. Yeah. It would be crazy if it was like, it would be crazy if it was 20 years ago and it was still a pot leaf. <laughs> hey it might have been it might have yeah. been so okay yeah i was just curious Didn't have no, to go i mean far, i still but... like the, i still like the show it's more of like eh, just not much more to say besides you know typical show yeah, yeah, yeah. it's something you know just turn so, on and yeah soak it in it'll get more like when they actually start dropping more of the the story if i assume yeah yeah, oh, yeah character introduction yeah character introductions there's only so much you can do mm. agreed um i'll just say i've really been continuing to enjoy the the saints magic powers omnipotent it's uh starting to evolve into more stuff than just kind of like the you know fun slice of life every day because now you know they're realizing that she is the sage and it's probably going to get pulled into like this one douche prince that is with the other (laughs) sage Mm -hmm. um the one thing that threw me off was i didn't expect the uh the one like head of the mage group that made uh say put the enchantments into the crystal. Yeah. I didn't think that was gonna be Hawk's brother. So that was kind of weird where I'm just like, hmm. how many hawks are there in this goddamn place? So Hey, it's a pretty cool know. name, man. Maybe it's I guess. it's like the John of the old days, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Or in their world, I don't know. 
I'm going to catch up to that one tomorrow. I tried to catch up to it today, but ran out of time. Oh, it's all good. It's a show that obviously does need to be watched as soon as it comes out, but mm-hmm. it's a decent show, you know? Mm-hmm. They fit their, their niche well. It's a good vibe, yeah. Right, yeah, that's right. Yeah, other than all that. Well. All right, I guess that's it for this week's episode. So I want to thank yeah. everyone for joining us today. Thanks, thanks everyone in the audience. Thanks, Tizzle. Thanks, uh, we got a new following Mrs. Dollar Power. Thank you. I want to thank, Ooh, thank the you. audience or the panel for joining this week. Thanks, guys. A lot of fun, even though no, kind of no we shit on some shows, but hey. Oh, I definitely yeah, went full ram yeah, mode, so apologies. Yeah, yeah. I did that too. So. Oh, uh, Tizzle, I didn't miss much for the Overlord uh, reaction. Just giving you a heads up. <laughs> yeah. We, I mean, we're, we're excited, kind of fine with it, but... Uh, I don't know, but we were not too much of a fans of the third season. Yeah, unfortunately. I'm still going to watch it. But there it is. Yep. So That's we're ending it. it there. We'll see you guys next week. See ya. Bye. 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 Oh, next Bye. arc. Yeah. Next arc, best arc. I'll take it. Yep.